ready, chat. Are you ready for another exciting episode of the Rotgo? Yeah, boy. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, baby. Welcome oh, back, everybody. Yeah, you're you're uh you're 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 still pretty bloodied up though, huh? Oh, what what do you mean? Yay. Mm, no. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, okay, huh? Regardless of the corpse of Beetle now animated on the screen, welcome back everybody to another exciting episode of Rock Goons. We've been away for a Christmas break, just taking a little bit of time, just chilling out and everything else, having a grand all funny time. But now we're ready to roll some dice. And suffer with all of you. And I will introduce you to the people that you are going to help make suffer today. To help make everything go absolutely wrong. Starting off with what? Minerva. I love making things go wrong. Hello everyone, my name is Minerva, aka Party Demoness. I'm a variety streamer on Twitch and I'm all over the internet under Party Demoness. I play Grey the Null Ranger. And I'm here to make things worse. Instead of making things worse with the ghostly ghast of, of, of uh, grave breath comes the ghostly visage of Kamal. You said ghostly twice. You got to work on that. I'm still my improv <laughs> shit, man. Just, just, I don't need you to really point it out. I've been losing my fucking game lately. Just... Hi there. My name is Kabal. I'm your favorite hooded horror host over on YouTube and uh, horror-focused content creator. Um, and I am playing uh, Talim Shabura, the level 7 ghost mages. for the corpse the cor it's a corpse just, just looking at beetles cards go we don't need to oh, worry about you anyway heart play my yeah. song <laughs> are we a skipping froggy like that and she's dead well froggy's still here. dead she's dead well froggy yeah, still here. you heard me the first time i Hi everyone, I'm Salty Job. I'm still in a part of the living space, and I uh, I play hard. He's a big lad. He's level seven. He does funny things, and um, yeah, I, I fell. <laughs> <laughs> I fell down the stairs. I, I fell in the kitchen. I fell and broke my hip. Life alert. <laughs> <laughs> You think the life alert would be for Gray because she's the elder, but no, it sits for Hart. He's too big. He can't get up. <laughs> he too big for him, goddamn boot. Of course, but of course, the the zombified corpse that we have to skip over. Now, finally returning after a couple episodes, is our dear and beloved Froggy Long. Good bit, streamer. You want to say just... some? You want to say some words for the dearly departed? You're just gonna. Damn, shit sucks. Anyway, <laughs> I hope we find something better next time. We mummified you. You gonna make me talk for myself? You ain't gonna say some words on my bay. Had good times out, everybody. Hi, I'm Froggy Lock. Uh, I'm a professional artist and live TV rigger and a variety streamer here on Twitch. But you can find me at all sorts of graveyards and other social media platforms in the same coffin under the same handle. Today, I'm dead. Thank you very much. Finally. Coffins? <laughs> graveyards? It, Froggy, that's that's my IP. That, that, that's that's my shtick. He still hey, your hey, That's my, that's my your shit. Hey, you leave Twitch, hey, I, you leave Twitch, and uh, you know, you that's that's you know, it's like leaving a perfectly good store on the block. 
with hey, the door yeah, it's up open. for grabs. It's up for grabs. I could just walk on in. Be real estate, Cam. It's hey, like you left a spirit of Halloween store unlocked on the <laughs> block. You Is it a... free real estate? Yeah, or are you <laughs> trespassing? Dance, Froggy! Dance! Dance, you dead bastard! Dance! I missed this. I'm glad Jane. I'm glad you did. But now we're here to finally serve another episode of Raccoons. I am your host and game master for this evening. I am Zoran the Bear. I will be singing this lovely band of Chuckle Fucks through another exciting episode. But of course, the one thing to ask everyone it has been a while if you don't remember that's okay because we can go straight into it who wants to earn a hero point to very briefly within just like a couple minutes uh very briefly and quickly when i try to recap uh the last time on rock goons froggy wasn't there froggy should i volunteer i'm volunteered froggy yeah sure go for it, frog yeah yeah <coughs> You're probably wondering how we got here. Yep. She, I, no, I, this is a mistake. <laughs> I take it back, Arsene. Arsene. <laughs> no, go when, for it, bro. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. When last we left these goons, they were all dropping dead. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Croc's den burned. And as it did, Talim, Gray, and Hart all fled the scene of the crime. My brother carrying my body. Talim knew where they could hide, so they hurried through alleyways, my friends protecting my body from the impoverished and desperate, the hungry. Talim had swiped the keys to Croc's vault, and though his intentions were to claim the safe's riches for himself and for the goons, he promised a gener generous sum to the vaults of the vault's contents to Diamond Hands in exchange for a safe place to lay low. This was where Talim was guiding everyone, so they stayed there under Diamond Hand's store with my body until they were confident in leaving. With the streets calmer than the night of the crimes in Croc's den, the goons departed for the Elmas to leave my body with my family. They couldn't keep carrying me around as much as I'd have liked them to, so without me, they went and traveled back for the blacksmith's house. Dear Vina's close and now departed friend. They needed to make it whole. They had the key to do so. They needed to get to the blacksmith's chest, and we'd seen it before, so they knew exactly where they were headed. But when they came to the house, that's when they saw it. Another corpse, but this one animated, trying to retrieve the, retrieve the same chest that they were, but for its master on the unstable ground of the blacksmith's home, suspended by only a few chains. They fought with the gargantuan undead for their treasure. Then, the chains, the wood, it all gave, and the blacksmith's home plunged into the pit below, taking everyone inside with it. Good job, Trevor. Good job. That was actually really good. Good yeah. recap. Good recap. <laughs> what the hell? Yes, that's so good. Good recap. Clap. Please clap. Creature. That was great. But of course. <laughs> of course, that's not all that's been happening during that entire time. What? 
Froggy, you yeah. see that Beetle has been enjoying themselves a lovely theater. Oh, shit. In this theater, you're seeing that everyone's been kind of sliding in. Uh, you have no vision to the scene. <laughs> Even though I put it in for you yeah. to have vision I... to this scene. That's okay. I love theater of the go. mind. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Feel free to toggle your uh, avatar, by the way, Froggy, to be normal. That, um... Oh. That it? You notice that, that Beetle is starting to slide in. Uh, to to Beetle C, you see that your mother, and along with all the entire extended family, is just kind of gathering in, uh, gathering in to all of these seats. You see, it, there's a huge show. This thing it seems to be seemingly packed. Tons of people are filtering in into the sheets. Lights are kind of dimmed down as everyone just kind of like kind of filtering in. It's still lit up enough with all the lanterns, very sort of magically imbued lights lighting the way, so people can see where they're going. As you're sliding in, though, you see what would be Beatles' favorite theater show that Beatle only got to see once. Uh, Beatle really likes uh, Charleston and the chocolate uh, chocolatier factory. <laughs> try again. Try, try Char again. Char Char try again. Charleston and the chocolatier cho chocolates. Do they also chew? Yes. <laughs> he loves that one because one of the characters eats something and they turn into a ball and that's funny so one thing that Beetle may remember that I think this was one of Beetle's <laughs> terrible memories if I remember right oh no so one thing I asked Chad for people to do for me is tell me what was uh, their biggest regrets so, and if Beetle, if you remember this one, if something revolved with a theater. I remember. As you begin to slide in, your mom says, like, Come on, come on, Beetle. Need you to sit over there. Just try to just try to be a bulwark for mom. All right? Try to be a yes. bulwark for mom. Which make sure yeah. that no one else's no one else's cigar smoke mixes mixes with my smoke, okay? Yeah, yeah. Mommy yeah, wants you her guys. smoke exclusive. Okay, yeah, yeah, and uh, Beetle will organize his sisters so that, that we're perfectly cushioning our, our mother so that she's got her own little uniform designated airspace. We're like, we're just padding so that people can't sit near or next to her. And uh, as, as Beetle is sitting there, he takes his seat. He looks down at the top of this elf's head. It's this elf sitting in the seat, the row of seats before him. And he starts to remember. He thinks he's been here before. He thinks something terrible is about to happen. Speaking of something terrible, Beetle, you notice that as you sit down and maybe settle inside of your seat, you notice that there's a figure, someone very familiar, someone in recent memory is sitting right by you. You what? haven't looked yet. Hello? Um, well, fancy seeing you here. And you see oh, Croc. fuck you! <laughs> sitting right there. <laughs> he seems to be enjoying the show. The, sh the theater show has been going on now, but kind of going into its intro bit. 
You see Crocs is kind of laid back, just kind of clawed hands steepled. And for those who don't know what Croc looks like, Croc, think of just like a this massive, hulking, muscular crocodile. And he's just smoking a cigar. He's in fine dress with a lovely flower on his jacket. But Beetle, you notice that he is a bit roughed up. Uh, you see that Croc seemingly have just got out of a fight. And he seems to be puffing or so on the cigar. Just totally relaxed, not worried at all. There's no room for you here. This is my memory. Get out. Well, I seem to be associated with whatever you're thinking about. Yeah, to look at the stage down below. And you notice it's four or it's four characters. One is inside of a small box beetle. And these other figures, one in a sort of like kind of blue chainmail, tattered like clothes. Um, another one seems to be in a, it's very like just kind of filled with fur, just kind of random stuff kind of plowed around this individual holding a crossbow. Another one seems to be like a skinny person on stilts, but with long black hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It's all—it's just a fat suit at this point. Wait a minute. Where, where's Charleston? He's supposed to be off to chew with his golden ticket. Wait, that's not going to be happening here. They oh, had to redo goodness. the show. Oh, that's great. The last time I came to the Charleston Chew show, I uh, projectile vomited on top of somebody's head because I was so nervous. Well, it might have happened here because what seems to be this seems to be a similar picture, and if Beetle were to look over, you'd notice that uh, the three figures and the box with like this big, like just kind of like teal, the little. Little snouts poking out of like the wrap, like it's like a think of like a box, like a crate, and like there's wrappings in it. It's like you're mummified in a weird way. Just, <laughs> meh, just your fucking snouts just sticking out of it. <laughs> and you see that they're dealing with these like a whole bunch of crew members are maneuvering this like giant, like just kind of hulking like creature in a very playful way, trying to demonstrate a battle that's going on. Is this yeah. actually happening? Craw just kind of takes a puff of his cigar, looks at you, and goes, Well, it's one way to show you what's going around. It's a good show. It's an excellent presentation. You and your band of misfits has been quite entertaining so far, but I feel that you've been too distracted for what needs to be done, though. What do you, what do you mean, Croc? waiting y'all to make it whole and you are on your way and I think I might be able just to accelerate the process because the patience is drying out Beetle kind of flicks a cigar on you just pile of ash on your head yeah he swipes at himself to get the gross stuff off of him he's like hey this is my mom's heir hey only she's allowed to flick her cigarette at me okay you know yeah you watch it you watch yourself what why would you do this makes no sense. You said that I died. I'm dead. You said when you found me, when you were dead and I was dead, you would come kick my ass. He kind of smiles. He, he smiles. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I think I'm still winning at this point. And, um, and what mom? What? My mom. 
and Beetle turns to like look past his gone. giant row of sisters. <gasps> They're all and gone. Twists back around to look at Croc. Uh. Uh. All alone again, huh? Uh. Are even my sisters gone? All gone. Uh. Uh, is the theater still full? Are there people there or is it just us now? Still people. Okay. Show's still okay. going. You're noticing that uh, the heart is holding this very heavy object. Oh. See the set dressing of the theater, various chains and such. And as Croc's in there going like, well, Beetle. This is the end of your line. This would be the final show for you to see, but I can help you out. I'm sure you want to see your family again. I'm sure you want to see your, he points to the stage, friends again. Why would you help me? All I want is to make it whole again. Y'all been doing a decent job. Well, you're so awful. You're awful. You wouldn't want to help me. Awful. You? Why am yeah. I awful when I'm trying to grant you life again? Give you another chance to go back out there and have a good old time with all your loved ones. I wouldn't consider that to be awful. I consider that a blessing. Is that what you did to your mom? Now we need to not be throwing blows where they don't need to be struck. I'm just trying to make sure I don't come out looking like that. If you've got some kind of special necromantic powers, I don't want to come out looking like a bunch of crazy bugs in toilet paper wrappings. I guarantee you it won't look that way. Your croc will puff another bit of his cigar and, uh, and he'll kind of tap in a little bit. And like, how about we make a deal, huh? You do what I need you, you to do. And I'll bring you back to do that thing. Get another chance at life. Does my chance at life go for as long as it takes me to do that thing and then I drop dead as soon as I do it? What's the catch? No, I just need you to go in and make it whole again. Just keep following them and you're just fine. Well, currently as of right now, if you've been in that box, you're following them regardless. But I need to expedite this thing. I'm being a little bit patient. I need it whole once more so that you all can become the vessel of my destruction. What? That's right. Just one little fireworks going on, Beetle. The giant maneuver thing just to kind of destabilize the current order. Your box has got a lot playing around here, and I think I might have something to kind of shake things up. I just need you. And the rest of those goons over there to shake things up a little bit. How's that sound, Beetle? You get to I go live see. life again. You get to go off, and whenever it's done, you get to have your freedom. But as long as you're in business with me, I'll make sure you get on your way. I've, I, I've got to admit, I'm a little suspicious. I didn't know you, you did any of, any of this. Or that you would be so nice to me when you met me again after you shot me. <laughs> so, uh, you know, pardon my hesitation. I'm just a little suspicious, but this is all sounded 
good. Suspiciously good. What do you say, Beetle? Oh, I will also need you to uh, retrieve your friends. Retrieve they're going to be joining us soon. What? He motions to the stage. As you see that Croc will, uh, will extend his cigar out, and every single time he flicks off some ashes, you'll see in the set dressing of the theater, it's to represent like a little stone house, something in a kind of caricature that, you're, you, that you familiarize yourself with, of the blacksmith's house, and there's various chains around. And the chains will begin every single time he taps, so some of the chains go shink, 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 and the chains fall off. And you uh, see the curtains kind of like no, black no. curtains kind of come down. And you'll see the the actors on the stage kind of like kind of look up in fear and all that stuff. Like, oh no, the darkness is coming and everything falls down. No. What? What happened to them? Well, in a little bit, he takes out a pocket watch and looks at it and he's like, well, I best be going to my other meetings. What? I need you to head on out. Oh, by the way, when you got the door, just watch out for any thugs. I might want to try to take something from you. Um, just head on down. There'll be there'll be a chainsaw car outside looking for you. And from there, you'll be able to find everybody. What? I need you to tell them. I need you to get them all on board for me. Make oh. them whole again. Because the same oh. offer, same offer I gave you, goes all of them. Okay. Oh. And as he oh, stands no. up, and with each turn of your head beetle, you notice people in the theater uh, don't get up to leave. Like you look to your left, and as if like out of your field of view, and you come back, all the people are gone. Oh gosh. The theater, and as you kind of look to your left, and then maybe you look to your right, just maybe looking around at all, notice the lights have also gone off as well. Oh crap! Can I see? It's very hard. It's, it's hard for you to see, but you feel you can navigate your way out. Yeah, I. So Beetle is going to hop out of his seat and scramble frantically for the exit to the theater to try and find his freaking friends who he's terrified are going to die or something bad's gonna happen. He doesn't know they're freaking already. <laughs> he's, he's going to look for them. As you navigate through the theater space, you see various doors and stuff. Where you would assume you go to the main lobby, the main lobby doors don't seem to be there, but just an assortment of doors. Oh, what the frick? Roll me. You do slash roll one d three for me. Okay. Oh, a three. You have an option to go through door number three. Do you take it? Yeah. I run. I run through it. Beetle pitter patters throughout through the door. And we change to a scene. I just think the idea of being alone in a massive theater is scary enough. That's just yeah. terrifying. <laughs> me, I'm out. Especially if it's like, oh, one door is open and you see a little bit of light coming through it. Oh, I nah, hate that. Fuck nah, 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 no, fuck no, 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 no. That's some backrooms <laughs> bullshit. Hell no. We change 
the scene to a church of some god, some religion, some something. The field is empty, and there are warriors training in a field outside, seemingly wanting to be closer to this building of faith that they may receive as blessing. An old, an old man in robes enter inside the building as the camera, everyone would see, we kind of zoom in. And we see a small child with long black hair and seemingly stone-hardened skin, but still in very good physique, sitting on a bench. The old man comes up into the church itself and lays down like a bowl in front of the child and goes like, Hell heart, I, I don't know what the village will say. You've caused them quite some trouble this time. I mean, I didn't try to. I, I know you didn't, huh? I know you didn't. See, this old man will kind of go over to one of the fire pits, sort of like a peasant stew has been brewing, and he'll fill up a bowl, hand it to you, heart, take yours, go with the feeling, and sit on the bench opposite to you, and he will go like, I, I'm not sure this church can protect you for so long, heart, but I need you, child, to just stay in the church. You can't go off on these adventures of yours again. But how else? How else will my father know that I'm here? That I, I want to go somewhere? I, I understand, child, but you're not like the others. And they don't see the beauty that's you, heart. They have to understand. They don't look at you as the blessing that I think you are to me. Uh, child heart, by the way, for everyone who listens, it has the same amount of hair as he has now. It, it, it's just that it all goes upward in like an actual <laughs> smoke wave. I love that. He looks That's way so more cool. like he looks way more like a little clay child than an actual oh. human when he was a kid. Like he, you can see the intersections of his joints and everything. He looks oh, like a, a little clay Pinocchio with uh, with like smoke coming out of his head. What's up, Beetle? Can I, can I run to him? You're not there yet. Oh, I'm not there yet. Okay, I thought I stepped out into the field and I saw him on the bench. Okay, my bad. The old man will kind of hold your hand, heart, and go... I hug him. I hug one of my stepdads. <gasps> he hugs you. He, he gives you a heartwarming hug. Like a father to a child and go... I understand, heart, but there are things we need to do first. Yeah, okay, okay, but will will they ever like me? You see him hesitate for a little bit, 
Uh, but then he'll lean down and go, through your actions, heart, they will see. They're fearful of you. They don't quite understand your abilities, your, your power, but through your actions and maybe through service, they will see how large your heart is and he'll kind of tap your chest. He smiles and follows uh, his stepdad, one of his many stepdads, uh, and goes and like helps him or whatever in today's service. As things are being prepped, he seems to be setting up for a party outside, uh, helping you. You're helping him put tables outside because the soldiers, because the soldiers that are nearby, seemingly come here to kind of eat and rest and train, and yeah. he is hosting him under someone's orders. Beetle, as you open the door, you seem yourself to be and coming out of a pantry in the kitchen. Oh. You go and you look around and stuff and you see uh see Hart either coming into the kitchen to grab something or no or so, but Hart hasn't noticed you yet. But you recognize a small child as a very younger version of Hart. charges heart does heart. heart recognize beetle heart this weird lizard thing charges you you have no <laughs> idea what this is this must be a monster coming out of a closet something your stepfather has warned you about brother! and his arms are open wide and his little feet are but it's calling you brother beetle can see how like uh in this head full of smoke two eyes light up and then a hand grasps around his throat <laughs> and, and and for a moment he just stares at beetle quietly as he shakes a little bit there is not a single human thought behind those eyes it's something intense something inhuman something beyond anything else. And Beetle has only truly witnessed this before when Hart has like become his bigger state. Uh, and then for a, after a while, uh, his eyes go normal again. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to do that anymore. Oh. And, um, are you like an iguana? Heart, you don't you don't remember me? Oh, cause you're my size. You're a little baby. Heart looks a bit offended and looks around like I'm not I'm not that small. Beetle reaches up to like grab Heart's cheeks and like smush the clay of them. Yeah, he feels like soft clay. Yeah, he's like smushing at the clay. He's like smushing the clay around on his feet. Stop! Like, but you get like... fingerprints on me. <laughs> This isn't the inside of the theater. Where are we? What is this? Why are you so small? Well, I hope to grow bigger in the future. Hard. Oh. Hard <clears throat> my the place. My dad is calling for me. Oh. Um, oh. Uh, Hart looks around, and he he notices that there are the plates. Ah, I'll grab those. They're too and tall then he looks, for you. They're yeah. on the top of shelf. He looks down at this lizard creature. 
Hey, um. Yeah, you want some help? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. C could you, if I lift you up, could you grab those? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I've always got you. Okay. Yeah, pick me up. Yeah. Heart, heart smiles because he has never had a friend. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, and he he uh, he takes a little step stool and then he stands on top of it and then he uh, lifts Beetle over his head. And Beetle grabs the plates. If he's if he's tall enough, if he's not tall enough, he'll, he'll with jump your combined teamwork, you're able to grab to grab the plates. But as you yes! grab them, as you are still stacked on top of Heart, um, you both hear Heart Heart. Heart, come here! It's like, oh. you're not... Huh? You will not take him! He's just a boy! Um, you hear I, that outside. I need to go and see my dad. Beetle climbs off of Heart with the plates and just kind of slides them off to the side onto a counter or a cupboard if possible, but onto the floor if not, and he will hurry and grab Heart by the arm. Wait! Wait, 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 don't don't go out there. It sounds dangerous. I'm not sure what's going on, but I it's you. You really don't remember me? We have got other places to go. But but I have to, it's my dad. Uh but my time traveler? Yeah, okay. Okay, let's make sure your dad's okay. Uh Hart runs out with like three plates under his arm. Uh, and Beetle's hand in his other hand. Uh as he runs out and into the yard. As you begin to run out hard, it seemingly takes you forever. It is as if it, just a simple couple steps would have brought you outside. It takes longer and longer to get there. Beetle, you're also seeing this as well, as it's taking you forever to get outside. It's as if somehow you're just going to be too late. Every single part of you is just rushing forward to be like, I, I got to get there. I gotta get there. You know, my, my, my stepfather's calling me. Like, I'm hearing other people who work in the church call for me. Everyone's just, just yelling, like, where are you? But then, as soon as you get out into the church itself, you notice that it's dark outside. And that's when we see the words made by Studio Ghibli. <laughs> no! <laughs> Sit down, sit down. God damn you. <laughs> Todd Howard presents. <laughs> I wish this was produced by Michael Bay. <laughs> the the <laughs> church explodes. <laughs> the church fucking explodes. Speaking of fire. You're awake. Speaking of fire, there is a crowd of people outside. What? There's a crowd of people outside, and before them, there is a bloodied... There's a bloody there's a bloodied old man in front, seemingly Hart's stepfather. And as he's as he's crouched down on his hands and knees, he looks over to you, Hart, and you see in his eyes that he is pleading for you. He's plead he sees that he's pleading for you to go. Hart, I need you to run. Don't don't do it to them. They they don't know. They don't know how good you are, Hart. You need to Hart, run as fast Hart as you can. Plates. Hart, 
Hart's face moves in a way that a human face shouldn't move because he's made of clay. So his, his lips wobble and move in a way that no small child truly can. He can't say anything back. He's too scared. He's too nervous. He doesn't know what to do. His small, frail little legs can't carry him anywhere. He's too scared. Beetle, you notice behind you, uh, from the hallways that you came through to the kitchen that seemed to take forever for you, there's now a door. And it's slightly open, and it leads back to the theater. Hard. Uh. Okay, it's okay, buddy. Here, quick, come with me, quick. And uh, Beetle will squeeze Hart's hand, maybe a little bit too hard, kind of bunches the clay around his fingers, and he will pull and start trying to yank him towards the door behind them. Uh, he screams, Dad! As he I is don't. pulled away. It's like, don't, you have to make it whole hot. And he kind of, and you see the old man taps his chest towards you hard. He's like, you have to make it whole. Don't, don't mourn for me hot. I may be gone, but you'll, you'll, you'll do fine. Do you surrender to go back hard or do you go help your stepdad? Beetle is People pulling. are coming Beetle towards him. Pulling. Yeah, people are coming towards him with swords and begin to beat him as he's screaming at you to run. I think that Hart struggles a lot against being pulled away by Beetle because that is what he would have wanted to happen. I think he would have wanted to save his father figure, that he wanted to help, especially that in his truest self, he knows that these days he can, he could have. Um, but that's not what happened. He surrenders to the fact that he needs to make it whole. And Beetle, in a, in a, in a scene where Beetle can overpower Heart, merely by his, the knowing of the fact that it's more true that he actually ran away. He's pulled by Beetle. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. Come on. Don't look. Don't look at that. Just come on. Come on. Through the store. You'll be okay. He starts bawling. <laughs> just crying as much as anyone could. Make your whole. Make it whole hot. Make it whole and the door shuts to the front of the of the oh. church and of course beetle and heart you're now left there with the remaining door is he yeah. still small heart you're still small heart for now oh damn nice once they reach the door to the theater beetle raises one of his tiny little fucking arms and kind of like forces heart to bend over a little bit just to enable beetle to put a hand over heart's eyes over heart's face and then the other hand he's got hooked around Hart's arm and he's kind of trying to like bodily shuffle him 
through the door while also smothering him so that he, like, he, even though the door is closed away from them and he couldn't look if he wanted to, Beetle desperately just does not want him to see any of what the fuck yeah. is going on out there. So it's a very just irrational move to protect Hark. Hark is shuffling with Beetle, uh, his legs bent, uh, his head in Beetle's neck, just crying. And Beetle will pull him out into the theater and kick the door shut behind them. As Beetle you... can see that uh, Hart's little outfit that he wears is basically an entire toga made out of his cape that he wears when he's an adult, tied by the, uh, the wine-red sash that he has still around his belt these days. As you come through the door, Hart, you're now normal-sized. Oh. You know, completely normal. And you see, and you look down, all your memories attached from the moment you fell down into the pit, and you see Beetle right in front of you. He's crying. He's not bawling, but he's crying. I... Oh. And he freaking hugs him. He hugs the shit out of him. He hugs his leg and he squeezes so hard that if he were still a soft little clay boy, he would be smushed up. <laughs> he, kneel he kneels down and the big baked clay man grabs Beetle and lifts him up to hold him. You don't need to be sorry about anything. That's, That's what happened. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're okay. I'm I don't know what's going on. Sick, bro. I, I don't know what's so going much. on, bro. I miss you, man. I miss you so much. <laughs> I'm so glad you're okay. I was moving through time and stuff, and I don't know what's happening. I can't tell oh, wait, you can move through time? Yeah, I just did. Bro, that's, that's, that's sort of cool. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you both hear a... Uh, <clears throat> and you um, see that there is a butler holding uh, various assortments of drinks and you hear that the theater is back alive and as oh, you all kind of came out you both heard a raucous cheer and a bunch of applause happen that guy with you uh, I you're making the guest uncomfortable and you see various uh, uh, creatures like there's like a a knoll with a lizard folk kind of clasping together like a couple, like, <laughs> you know, like scared that this giant person, this kobold is crying. Like, I, the common is here being the best. Oh, it's just oh, so disgusting. What? Hey, you watch your mouth. That's my brother. Uh, they're yeah. violent. They scurry away. <laughs> they talk shit about you again. Just tell me, dude. I just laughed so hard I threw my head back and my headphones fell off. <laughs> no, they weren't talking about me. They were talking about you. Oh. They wouldn't talk about me like that. No, I'm clearly. No, 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 no. Of course not. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm here yeah, with yeah. my mom and she's, you know, she's very wealthy. So, like, oh, I, you yeah. know, that dribbles down to me by proxy. Where's my ah. mom? Yeah. Uh, do you want to go find them? My, my mom and my sisters were here. And then Croc. And he didn't kick me. 
or hit me or shoot me. But he told you that he was gonna. I know. It was That's really kind of sad. Like, he didn't keep the, his word like that? He's all bark, no bite. Mm. Mm hmm. Did you know that I killed him? You did? Yeah. I said your line and everything. Yeah, 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 dude. I said this discombobulate and struck him. Yeah. Yeah. He goes back in and starts hugging him. He's like patting his calf. Yeah. It was mainly Talim who wore him down. I'm going to be honest with you. Talim did, did a lot of it. That it, is so it, was, it was mainly Talim. Very much That's Talim. That's a Talim moment. That's really yeah. Talim. <clears throat> By the way, Gray misses you. you I are... miss Gray. I. Could you please move your feelings out of the lobby? Shut up, dude! I'm reuniting with my bro! We're reuniting! <laughs> hey, give us that! What you got on that tray? Give us some water! He huh? snaps, yeah. and then all give of a sudden, that. you're in a hallway. Oh. And there are two doors left. Dude, I think there might be wizards around. This is what happened to me before. I So, Croc, it's really interesting. He, he met up with me in the theater, and he was like, I can bring you back. And I can help your friends if you get them all together. I can bring you all back. And I was like, what? That's really nice and really suspicious. But we're but in the same place. We're, yeah, I I think. I'm I dead? Found you. I found you through a door like this. So I think Talim and, and Gray, they must be behind these doors. Wait, I'm dead? I, uh. I just fell down a hole, dude. I wouldn't lose to a hole. I that's what I saw, and I I was I said the same thing. I was like, yeah, oh, there's no way that they're dead. Right, they just fell. Dude, I I look at a hole like the pit, whatever, and I'm like, nah, I'd win. Yeah, that's what I said. And Croc just kind of like smoked his cigarette and flicked his ashes on me. It was really gross. Eesh. All right, time guy. to make it whole, I guess. I guess, yeah. So yeah, can... the heart cries a little bit at the forged memories he now has. Well, uh, which door do you want to go through, Heart? Um, left or right? Well, you know what they say, Beetle. What do they say, Heart? Left is always right. They say that. <laughs> they, they say that? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Beetle goes but, to the left. Like it, it, it's a joke that you know one of my dads used to say. Ha ha ha. Oh, I get. Oh, yeah. Keyword oh. used. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, left anyway. door. Let's go through the left door. Yeah, yeah you first. You okay. first, bro. Okay. You first. Well, okay, yeah, I can move time now somehow. So if I go through, I can take us to the time where Gray is there. Or yeah, Kaleem I'm still is there. really impressed by that, dude. I don't know how it happened, but you were there and you were just a little guy. Anyway, sorry, we can talk about it later. And he opens the door. <laughs> you open the door. And the scene for us changes again. It is a de it's a desert theme. There is a individual standing on top of a hill. <laughs> yeah, he's just there. <laughs> <laughs> he's just there. Standing man emoji. It was really funny. So basically, I get all these images of a website called U Splash or whatever that you do. Yeah. Like, you do commercial free stuff. They're like, yeah, just kind of mention us and you're uh -huh. good. And as I'm on there, I had, okay, I got to Photoshop this one person out because they're standing there. And I'm like, I just really want Talim there. And I kept trying to find all these fucking ways to put Talim here. And of course, like, I can't do anything else. I'm no artist. I can't put anything in there. There's no time. So I'm like, I'll just fucking 
Thorin, with the actual thing, <laughs> it looks like he, he has one very small mouth and two eyes that look in different directions. Yeah, it's, it's really the, good. The paint it's filter really fucked good. you all up, man. It's really good. Thank you for listening to our descriptive ways of describing these pictures, all of you uh, <laughs> podcast listeners out there. Yeah, so for those suffering with no eyes to watch to this. To. Yeah, I'm going to go to the caravan. <laughs> I go to the caravan. <laughs> Salim. Yeah. Back in the dunes again. You're not, oh. you're not unfamiliar with this again. You're, it's probably a case of Severe deja vu to you. But the scene so, that you're at seems very familiar. It's something that you're not proud of. You see a caravan out in the distance heading over to a collection of rocks where you know those collection of rocks goes down into a cave system. And inside that caravan, you're not very proud of the cargo. And you're the reason why it's there. So my question is, is Halim, uh, I, I guess in this instance, Halim is not ghostly. He is. He is. He, he is he whole. At the time. Yeah. Um, so uh, basically, as they come to that portal, what they see is they see a uh, man in, you know, like a, a flowing uh, white cloth and he's got hints of uh bronze accoutrements and everything on him the uh the discs that normally you know hang from the sides of his turban um if you look at them if you make them out you know they have shields on them um instead of you know the normal skulls that are on them and uh he sits there and he's kind of letting the desert wind wash over him and the the, the sun beat down on his face uh as he looks up and he kind of is just thinking about it and uh as he looks back down he looks at the caravan he mutters to himself well we're definitely going to make a profit with this one <laughs> that's right Talim. and you see a man in sort of like kind of like hardened leather armor uh, carrying a flask of wine and stuff coming to you. Behind you, there is a, uh, a hidden camp uh, with various kind of like darker brown canvas uh, tent tops to kind of make it look like it's part of the rock face. And he comes up to you and hands you the wine flask going like, it's a nice find, you've, it's a nice catch you found. It'll bring us in a lot of profit. But of course, here, drink, celebrate. Uh, Talim, as he turns around, uh, at this point in time, he has the uh, the normal mask and uh, male veil that he wears. It's uh, down around his neck. And uh, he smiles. He's like, and he puts on like a, a big smile. Um, and he's like, that's what it's all about at the end. It's about the business. And he takes the flask and he, you know, like raises it as a, as a cheers and he takes a drink from it. And, uh, like, he, as he takes a drink from it, he swishes it around in his mouth and kind of savors the taste of it. And as he does, he looks down at the wine, and he looks back up. For a moment, the smile drops. Uh, but just as quickly, it comes back, and he looks at it, and he's like, how long
long do we think it's going to take for them to make it this time? You know, sometimes... Uh, do they have the proper guide? Sometimes they get lost in the tunnels. Oh, it's about to, probably a couple days. You know how the underground market is? It's surprising they were able to turn some of those... <laughs> he shudders a bit. Well, good thing those creatures are no longer there inside of those tunnels or else they were to make it at all. Surprising how they made an entire underground city with it. But I think this path is one of the easier ones. So I think it'll take them a couple days to deliver the goods and they'll come back to us with a lot of our profits. All we have to do is have a, have a slight vacation to leave. <laughs> a brother of always... wine for both of us. Uh, Talib cheers. He's like, I'm always willing to take time off and make some gold. <laughs> and, uh... Uh, he'll actually, you know, like, uh, throw his arm around the man's shoulders and uh, kind of, you know, guide him back to the tents as he casts a glance back at the tunnels. And he's like, how about we start that vacation right now? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd never ask, Talib. <laughs> Summits! And he will clap twice. Uh, here we go. And you will see and uh, more desert garb. You will see Hart and Beetle uh, behind the tent. And Beetle and Hart, as you pass through the door, you arrive in this uh, desert environment. And you will, as you look around, you notice your clothes have changed. And you're both holding trays full of either food or drink. Can you Beetle looks at Hart. <laughs> Hart is not that differently dressed. <laughs> He was already dressed in sandals and a fucking loincloth like he's already manservant level. <laughs> go go for it, Beetle. Like you can you can be a good one. Like I I, I guess. I and he goes to adjust his bow tie and he finds it and he's he's dressed in like a nice sash his chest is mostly exposed but then the bow tie is just like loose just around his fucking neck it's still there it's so reversed yeah it's it... fucking reversed <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah he's like mostly topless and then he's got like nice little robes nice pants puffy pants with a little sash in the robe Ooh, you're so looking nice. good orange gm'd pants on the beetle <laughs> no the no pants gang it's been ruined this is what I meant about moving time. Look where we are, Hart. And Beetle will skitter. Skitter across I mean, the sand. I mean, we're not that far away from where where you met me. We're pretty we're... far. Uh, no, not really. I if, think so. No, if, we're, if we are to meet Talim, we are still in Quan Shir. We're just not on an island in Quan Shir anymore. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, look, uh, Hart just grabs a piece of coral uh, out of the ground. Still, Quan Shear. You're, that's right. Geographically, yeah. we're pretty close, but this could be at any point in time, right? Hi, Talib! Hi, Talib's friend! <laughs> I, you have I was no say, idea dude, who dude. they are. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do I know the name of the, uh, the guy that I'm with right now? What's his name? I, uh... Billy. I... <laughs> <laughs> uh... Hassan, of course. Michael. If you can't think of a name, chat. What's the guy's name? What's his name? Oh my god, yes. Can we I was, I was thinking, Beetle? yeah. Actually, yeah, no, that, that, that's a good idea. 
Yeah, it's like if you can't think of a name off the top of your head. Um... Frederick. <laughs> Talon. <laughs> yeah. Is Talon oh, like, with you? I like Salem. Yeah, Talon works with me. All right, Talon. <laughs> uh, Talon and looks to you and you're like, yeah, as I hired them back in town, they seem to be, they seem to be very good servants. I pay them quite well. It's like, come, food and drink, please. Yeah. So Talib like has his arm around Talon and he's and he's like, he's like, you found a, an islander in town, and what about the small scaly one? Oh, like, I'm a are they, from the, are they from the tunnels? He's like, no, no. It's like definitely not from the tunnels. Uh, from from one of the uh, coastal cities, I found them. Huh. You don't remember like, me? Talim like looks down at this small lizard creature with its, you know, the regular serving garb and uh, strange neck accoutrement. And this <laughs> just like, uh, I'm sorry, but I don't think I've ever met you in all of my life. Well, that's Beetle. That's the smartest kobold in the world. A beetle puffs his chest. It's very scaly. Like <laughs> at this, Talim is just like, <laughs> and he slaps Talim on the chest, and he's just like the smartest kobold in all of the world, right here with us. We are honored. And like right. <laughs> he bows. <laughs> whoa, whoa! None of that's necessary here. You want some grapes? <laughs> And uh, Talib will uh, take his uh, arm uh, out, uh, off of uh, Talam's shoulders, and he's like, "Much to the grace." He's like, "After you, my friend." It's like, it's like you and your group have done a lot of the hard work. I'm just a finder. It's like, please refresh yourself. I'm good with the wine for right now. Oh, question. I hate unmasking masked characters all the time. But do we see Talim's face? Yeah, he actually has his um, he actually has his uh, face guard, and his veil is down around his uh, is down around yeah. his neck at the moment. Yeah, yeah. How handsome is he? Um, he I'm is, listening. I'm listening. Oh, oh. he is average. Uh, Rich. I guess yeah, he's he's average looking. Um, yeah. how cool is his mustache? He, he mustache? actually has a very well manicured mustache and uh, yes. and goatee. Um, his face is surprisingly uh, not sunbeaten, um, oh. but that is, but that is mostly around most of his face. Around his eyes, you can see that there is, you know, like that elements have taken their toll. But that's more than likely because the, the sun, like going through his visor, so his eyes yeah. look aged. In a he has a fucking face. eyeliner. He has a fucking oh, eyeliner. Oh yes. And yes, he He's does have pretty. eyeliner. He's <laughs> pretty. Come on, share Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Chris Pratt. <laughs> as as you all begin to have some camaraderie, maybe talk a little bit or so, you see Talon look at you, Talim. Uh, your nose again in scarf like he has a horn uh, that he has strapped to, uh, to his side, and yeah. um, as you're looking over, you start to see, or at least you notice, the sands seem to be shifting a little bit nearby. 
And you would know that to be something absolutely horrifying. Uh, in the lands of Quanshir, there's these like giant bug-like creatures that kind of like kind of act as like ants deep underground the sand, and they pretty much core in these large tunnels for these underground cities. And hey, you sure. you know what's going to be happening. Can I spend a hero point in order to declare that they are shrimp? No, I will not allow that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are shrimp but just sea ants? Yeah, exactly. No. Exactly. <laughs> I think ants work. But anyways, so like all of the the joviality. Is that a word? Joviality? Camaraderie, um, probably. Yeah. yeah. All, all of all of the uh the jovial nature just suddenly drains from Talim's face as he like kind of looks over and then he does a double take and his eyes go wide and it you know he suddenly he looks like he's seen a ghost and he puts a hand up and he grabs the back of Talam's arm and he squeezes it and he's just like Talam what? Hey, 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 that's it. don't need to look so gloomy to leave. I know it's very nervous after a large haul. I mean, you know, it, 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 I know you're nervous because some of your like, friends sands... might be in that caravan. The, and, and Talam, maybe... the sands are shifting. Uh, Talam looks down and he notices what you're mentioning to him. And you see Talam kind of shifts his stance a little bit, not much in worry. You see that his face is thinking of something. And he goes, well, if, they, if they're here to come back and take over an old nest, well, Talim, if the cargo is lost, I mean, I, I understand you might have reservations about this. I mean, you, you have friends there, of course. And weren't you talking to someone before? I'm not sure if they were close to you or not, but the... Uh, you see, if if the cargo is lost due to unforeseen circumstances, the insurance that we put down, Talim, that we would we would be richer than before. Talim like tilts his head and looks at Lam, and he's just like, "The insurance be damned! The, the entire caravan will be wiped out, and we will be rich. All of these people, everything for profit, Talim. I Remember." What's a few lives, Talim? Then piles of gold. That's how we've always done business. But we right, can Talim. still save lives and make the gold. Can we? I mean, it is a lot of money. Beetle, this is kind of weird. This is really messed up. Talim would mm. most likely argue for the profit side. He has killed people for less. Oh, what is this guy? And uh, at that, like, Talim, like, lets go of Talam's arms, and he steps back, and he's just like, it, on any day, I might agree with you, but there is always an exception, Talam. These are people that we have worked with, people we have shared meals with, stories. Like, we can't just leave them. We have to at least take a chance. There's always going to be more profit. There's always going to be more gold. It won't go anywhere. 
See, Talam furrows his brow a little bit at you, Talim. Okay, and you go, I thought you were somebody who wanted to get rich, Talim. This is our chance. We're going to make so much if we make sure the cargo gets through. And we can make more. Imagine all the competition gone. We don't have to worry I... about them anymore. Trying to go after our profits, after our cut. We get to both have all of it. We don't have to pay them afterwards, even. It's just just free money at this point, Talim. We go back, collect the insurance of a lost cargo. We get all of this extra money. You could even retire. I can retire to lean. I will not give the signal. And he will kind of grab his, grab the horn to his side. And you know that horn, or usually people would bring horns to kind of be like, oh no, there's something happening. If they know yeah. if they're with a caravan or so. He will keep this horn tightly to his side and go like, I will not do it. Oh. I'm in it for the profit to lean. I thought you would be the same, but if you're not, and you, uh, you see that his one of his other hands puts puts it over the hilt of his saber. Wait, 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 wait! Talim like looks down at the hilt uh, at his hand going to the hilt of the saber, and uh, he looks up and his face is a mask of disgust. He's like. I thought you were my brother, Talam. I thought we would be in business forever. Until we had grown old and fat and rich. But I see now that I have not picked my business partners well. If you, if you and yours want to stay here and let happen what will happen, then so be it. Collect your profits. I will at least say that I tried. And Aleem will uh, reach a hand down and he'll grab the uh, the visor and male veil that is hanging around his neck and lift it up and um, essentially hook it into place uh, on the, the helmet that he wears underneath his turban. And he's like, may your ventures be profitable. And he will spin on a heel and go to uh, leave the tent. Hard follows. Hard follows Talim. Yeah, Beetle too. And, and just tosses uh, the the grape platter over his shoulder and go like, "So, um, Talim, what now?" Uh, Hard looks over into the distance where the sand dunes are just boiling with clouds of uh, dust scattering everywhere. We're with you, Talim. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Talim will actually like look look down at uh at the lizard and then at the the large man. Is like. I'm not sure what two servants could do, but you're brave. No, 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 no. The we're one your... that I thought uh, was my brother. We're your friends. We're your friends, bro. He like uh, his eye, his uh, his weathered eyes like smile behind the visor. And he's like, "Let's see if we survive this first, and then uh, we'll have a drink together." Talim. Okay. Hart puts a hand on Talim's shoulder, and for a moment. He he is ecstatic over the fact that he can put his hand on Talim's shoulder. Oh. And 
he he looks at this man through the visors and not meeting these pale white orbs, but instead a pair of fully living eyes. Hart looks down at him and smiles. You are really bad at that. Like, you are really bad at surviving things. <laughs> oh, wow. Even <laughs> as he's like hustling, like trying to hustle along, he looks back, he's like, and he like turns around and he's kind of jogging backward and he throws his hands to his side. And this is probably like the most like carefree and like, you know, yeah. alive, you know, like you've ever seen. He's yeah. like, what are you talking about? He's like, I've made plenty of gold and I'm still here. It's like, not there. even the sands themselves could swallow me. Art dogs oh. after clean. You see? This is inspiring. <laughs> I... I... I'm not sure where to go from here. I... I mean, I know where we should go. I... But I don't see any doors. Oh, yeah. Beetle. Uh, do, do you need to get higher up to see anything? I don't know. Maybe. Art just lifts Beetle up into the air. <laughs> So periscope, like, wah, wah. yeah, wah, wah. Just looking around for a door. He's like, As don't worry, Talib. We're going to get out of here and you're going to be okay. As you're beginning to head out, um, you do notice that as you kind of either go into a tent or out of one, you yeah. notice that all of you escape from the desert. And before the door closes, sorry, before the door closes, you hear a horn blow. Salim, you find yourself in a grand theater along with your friends, Beetle and Hart, but you're still missing one. Is Talim still a dude since we're in the afterlife? Talim is now a ghost. He's a fucking ghost in the afterlife? That's like being ghost squared, yo. <laughs> you must have some real rich plasma if you're dead, dead. Like, <laughs> so, like, it, 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 as they exit the door, like, the living and jovial Talim is, you know, gone, you know, um, like they're standing, uh, well, floating next to everybody is the one that everybody kind of knows more. The the calmer, the collected, the more morose. You know, he's got his hands folded behind his back, and he's like looking around and assessing the uh, assessing the theater. And he's like, and he kind of looked at looks down, and you hear the. <sighs> Just like a, like like a resigned sigh. Have you been a resigned here ghostly sigh? No. <laughs> this this is different than the the first time, right? Or the second time? Yeah, the afterlife isn't just a big theater, right? Well, like, you, you've been here before. His, Do you know where he, you are? He takes one of his hands and he like just massages the bridge of his visor and he's just like I suppose Price Dead has a nice ring to it it's pretty cool actually that's a really yeah. cool title <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's actually really cool 
cool. I mean, I would be the one to state that every single time you die and come back, you, you kind of become cooler. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. Easy. And Sling, like, looks around and he, uh, he kind of, he pokes at heart and he pokes Beetle. And he's like, you somehow can touch them. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's comforting at least. So tell me, are you it or are you actually them? Um, well, I, we're actually us. Yeah, I, I'd say that I'm heart. Yeah, we're, uh, we died. Yeah. Embarrassing. Yeah, it's kind of weird, Kaleem. You, I, how does a, how does a ghost die from falling? Beetle looks at heart waiting for the punchline. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, no, this is Salty's way of being a piece of shit, and I'll I tell know, you to go I fuck know, yourself. You have no idea how Please? long I had to sit there going like, well, if they all fall, Tleem technically could just fall forever and be absolutely fine, but didn't want fucking just come fall ball. to the core of the fucking planet. Without doubt. So You're the right only, only excuse I have is that Tleem survived the fall, but got fucking crushed by a rock. And I mean, you can do the whole thing of like, oh, well, the ghost will go fucking do the thing. And then the fucking ghost. I got ghost crushed by the... a zombie Hulk. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Got, you got the dealt right with, you got that, dealt that with undead afterwards. on undead. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, yeah. We had, the, we had the Gandalf versus the Baylor fight scene, except there wasn't a yeah. lake underneath. And I was unfortunately underneath it when it landed. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Undead cancels out undead. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Don't think about it. I. Fantasy you logic. You should know, Talim. It is here too. I, of course it is. Oh yeah, I, yeah, it sure so is. I, I have to ask. It wants us to make it whole. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Of course it does. But if we do, it promised to bring us back. But of course it is, because apparently we are the only agents that it has to make its goals or whatever possible. Do we even know, like, what is the reason behind it? Have you spoken to it? I mean, to some degree, yeah, I, I, I guess. But, I mean, you're the... You're the afterlife expert here. That's I, true. I fancy myself as more of an enthusiast than an expert. Ah, hobbyist, yeah. You're trained in it, gotcha. I molded by it. <laughs> by the time we died, you were already twice dead. <laughs> um. So the lean like kind of like he like puts his hands out to each side and he looks around so Where so, is Grey? Well, it either I, I can't tell if I was talking to it or if I was talking to Croc, but Croc told oh, me. I, I see. Know, I know. Yeah. Croc told me if I can find you all and bring us all together, then we could go back into the world of the living, make it whole, and then we all get to be alive again. Maybe that means you won't have to be a ghost. Yeah, and it gave, like, Beetle the powers to go and 
like fetch us. Yeah. Yeah, show him, Beetle. Show him. Yeah. Look, I'm gonna. I've been moving through time. Like we went through time to get you. I went through time to get Heart. Watch this. And Beetle runs to the door and opens it and looks back like a ta-da, like he did it. But all he did was open a door. He <laughs> <laughs> like looks at the door and like looks at Heart and looks at Beetle and be like, "You've opened the door. Congratulations." Yeah, that's not what happened last time. Past the door, you do see fields of green. Oh! He's like, well... It appears we are in the metaphysical realm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. Big, big time. By the way, um... <clears throat> you will get a wardrobe change when you walk through that door. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad I have my shirt back. My, uh, you know, I was getting kind of just getting some diamonds down there. It's pretty cold, even though it's desert. <laughs> no! The prospect that Beetle has nipples is horrifying. Dragons don't need to be reptiles. Listen, I, listen, that means you can milk the Beetle. Scales. They're just I, no! scales. Christ. The scales, they, they flip up like little, like, no, I know, no, like I, know. I don't want to hear about kobold nipple mechanics. <laughs> all right, like, like, no, not? no, we're not canonizing this. Yo, I hear about my bipples. Dragons are different oh. from reptiles. <laughs> Look, whenever we make like a dragonoid ancestor, we gotta get add dragon tits. So there's gotta be some way for lizards exactly. to have mammaries. So it's exactly. marketability. Mammaries yes. equals I'm marketability. Done. Yeah. That's how we get yeah. the views. That's why. That's why, more... that's why when that's I it. put up the Mills thumbnail for Rock Grind, it got more views than the previous and after video. <laughs> Only because so... I put a hot el elven milf on it. That's it, Soren. That's it. Dragons are more like a platypus than a reptile. That's right. I... Mm. Now my tummy hurts. <laughs> Hogbird confirmed dragon. I hate you. Beetle <laughs> will beckon towards the door as like a like a you know you go first kind of gesture where he stoops down low and sweeps his arms towards the door. You all enter inside the door with Beetle. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's all coming yeah. together. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, it's yeah. all coming together. All right, here we go. Is there another door? Is there just open it and there's void? I want to go in that door. <laughs> you die <laughs> again. <laughs> Campaign's over. Shuts uh, me to, well, Send me to the fucking sky blender. The welcome back to Raccoons. We, we, we have immediately just ended the game again. <laughs> As you all enter inside, you see a beautiful display of lovely green fields. And a stone building, either a dilapidated castle nearby. You guys should have vision. Hold up. I don't. I didn't it's say it. Void that Talim hoped for. Yeah, it's there. There you go. <laughs> lovely. Sweet release. Lovely green kind of valleys and hills, and a stone house with a stone tower uh, sits atop one of them. As Talim, Hart, and Beetle enter inside, you see in a far distance. Um, a couple, a couple of uh, people are just kind of playing out into the field, along with a mother. Gray. What clothes do we wear? Like peasant garb. You're literally you're wearing pants 
They're too tight. You're wearing no. sandals. <laughs> You're carrying sticks upon your back. You got like that little peasant cap there just to kind of keep your head yeah, full. Yeah, peasant cap. I like the, the immediate cap. response to too tight pants was no! <laughs> Mark rips his pants. <laughs> That's Zedek's bit. You can't steal the rock grind bit. You can't take their bit. So, so as, but Gray, you're playing with your kids. She is. She is playing with her children. Some of them are off, like, not too far away. They're, like, maybe, like, five, ten feet away. They're wrestling. They're, like, biting at each other. You hear little gnawing <laughs> sounds on each other. And she's like, hey, hey, hey. Last time, last time you did that, Morla lost part of her hair. Stop it. Stop, nom, nom, stop. Nom, nom, nom. They continue to run around. And <laughs> and this, this gray, she is much younger looking. There is not a spot of gray in her hair. Ha ha. Ha ha ha. Uh, ha, 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 ha. It's ha, funny. Ha ha. ha, ha. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> she is she is going between all of her children and making sure they're like, you know, being good and they're not doing anything too awful. Stop peeing on the... Oh my God. <laughs> Farg, stop pissing on the... Uh. <laughs> she's, she's got her hands full. <laughs> this place is beautiful. Can I pick some flowers? Absolutely. We'll pick some flowers. Gray, as you're playing with your kids, uh, one of them comes up to you and goes, Mom. Yes, dear. Mom. Yes. Mom. Yes. Mom. This, <laughs> this goes back and forth for a little bit. We're just going, yes. Yes. When are we gonna get food? Soon, There's no dear. food. We need to wait for the, the sun to go down, dear. Soon. Food now. Okay, well, you have to be patient. No. Oh, what's that? You're, you're gonna have your playtime reduced tomorrow? Oh. <gasps> nope, nope, nope. Not like that, young man. Oh. Nope, she picks him up and she goes to put him in timeout. <laughs> Wait, screams. what the fuck is timeout in a nomadic society? There are no corners. Put in a hole. <laughs> she she yeah. ties him to a tree trunk. <laughs> you put him in the monkey harness and put him in the tree. Little, little baby but biting the rope. As that one. It's a sinew rope. He can't chew through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It. Oh my god. It's, it's so uh, as, as it's screaming, uh several of your other children still come up to you and go like like mom, like like we're hungry. You're like, Mom, mom, mom I know, we're hungry. I know, can, dears, can, I know. You promised. You have to, I know, just a few more hours you the promise sun's gonna to go get down. Us food. We're hungry. I know, I know. She like pulls them into like a big hug and she starts like giving them little kisses. She's like, just a few more hours, the sun's gonna go down and all of the wildlife is gonna come out. We're gonna have a nice big feast. You say we're gonna have food now. It's been days, Mom. It's not been days. You are you are exaggerating. It has been days. She's she's gaslighting her children. She's trying very hard because like she is one person and uh something's been going weird with the wildlife. She she thinks that they might be on the move, but she's sticking it out another day to see if do they come you, out. Do you remember but. the fear 
One of the biggest regrets Gray ever had. Yes. Mom. The one that got away. Mom, we're hungry. I know. I'm hungry too. Okay. How about this? She she gathers up her kids, even the one that's being <laughs> trying to chew off his leash. Uh, she gathers them up. She's like, okay, we'll head south. That's where they're going. And how about I teach you all how to hunt? Yeah! They all kind of cheer and stuff. Uh, they all do circles. The one still tied to the trunks going... <laughs> <laughs> Is he like running around in like circles around the tree? <laughs> no, he's still tied. He's just moving his feet real fast. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. So with that, you begin to... Uh, take your kids out. Of course, Tolene, Beetle, and Hart, you see Gray, and I assume you try to keep pace. Yeah. 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 This is uh, probably a little more difficult because she is younger and she is faster. Oh, yeah. It yeah. Takes, it, it's okay. really hard for them to keep up. Maybe we should say something. <laughs> <laughs> you try to catch up and be able, even though your pitter patter feet try to catch up in the woods, and Gray's able to just like. This force is like second nature. She's fast as fuck, boy. Yeah. So as she's carrying Talim her like children too. And I'm guessing like Talim is in a, a, a mortal form. Yes. Okay. So Talim is like huffy to puffy. He's like, it's like, and like as they're chasing after, and the uh, Beatles is like, maybe we should say something. And Talim is like, no, we are. In the realm of memories, <laughs> and we we have to we have to let things play out. What? I thought I thought we moved time. Well, that's way different, but that's way cooler. I don't I, know. I, the realm of memories it sucks. I, I, I imagine like she can hear them like in the distance like they're they're basically yelling Your peasants just uh, talking some weird shit man like, yeah 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 they're just some some dudes just like making wheezing sounds but it's it's the fact that they haven't gotten quieter as she's like gone on they haven't gotten further away they're keeping pace to some degree um so she's just kind of like on on guard about that right now could be hunters. Yeah, it could be hunters. She's oh, carrying really her kids. Really out of shape, hunters. <laughs> armchair hunters, just. <laughs> I bet mean, I can get a buck bigger than that guy on YouTube. Oh fuck, <laughs> that takes effort. So. Oh, you're stitching my sight. Oh uh, wait. Uh, cramp. <laughs> so, with with fields of greenery and going through the beautiful beautiful temperate forest, you find yourself into a better hunting spot. You know, if you've been in this area uh, enough, you've scouted around, you know exactly where the hunt. And we get the help teach your kids. Sorry if I kind of move us along a bit. That, yeah, you're fine. And as you're getting things prepared, I assume you begin to go hunting uh, yes. for this animal. Yes. She's teaching them the basics and like some of them are having a bit of a hard time uh, grasping it because They've only really ever been given the food, and sometimes it's like, 
what do you mean I can't just walk up and stab it? What do you mean I can't just walk yeah. up and bite it? That's what I usually do. And she's just like, nah, 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 nah. So she's like, she's, she's currently in the motions of teaching them, and uh, the gang would be able to see that. And she knows they're there. Beetle As... starts going along with it. <laughs> You're not there yet. What? Oh, I thought we were You're, still followers. So you, we see. you all are way behind her. Oh, okay, my bad, my yeah. bad. So, even, as even even Hart, who usually is really fast, has become very heavy. So the light begins to fade during this day, and night begins to set. You see, it kind of gets its way kind of near sunset, and as it begins mm -hmm. darker and darker. You find something gray. You find a large animal, like uh, pretty much like a kind of like a like a buck, like a huge buck. You know, this thing's gonna feed you and your family for a good while. Mm -hmm. And as you get ready for it, you know that you've had to kind of go away from your family a little bit. You kind of probably hosted them up in an area. You probably told the oldest to take charge or so. Mm -hmm. And as you are getting ready to try to take this thing down, you start hearing more and more voices. She lifts up. She starts listening and looking around through the evening dim light to see where it would be coming from because she has her children with her and this could be very bad. Yeah, just keep an eye out, boys. Her trade's not gonna feed itself. Mr. Arcata this year. Keep fanning around, trying to see if we can find anything. Gray Straight thing torn. that moves, boys. And you hear a rack of a shotgun. Gray is torn now. She needs that food, but her children become her, like, main focus. Uh, she gets down on all fours and slowly, slowly, painfully slowly, it feels like forever moving back towards her children with the quietest amount she can. Your stomach growls. You know, the, you haven't ate for quite a while. You know, your kids haven't either. And the deer is still there. But of course, you hear more movement, footsteps getting closer and closer as Beetle, Talim, and Hart kind of finally catch up to you. She keeps looking back and forth between the deer and her children because if she goes for that deer, it's going to alert the hunters. It's going to be very obvious. But her kids are so important to her. But she needs that food for the kids. She's kind of just going into like a, a spiral at this point before she finally just goes, damn it, and she just goes for the, the deer. She goes for the deer, grabbing her crossbow. It's a completely different crossbow. It yeah. looks like it's in better shape. It looks like it's a completely different model. And it is because the current one she was using is uh, a concierge crossbow. <laughs> she will. <laughs> <laughs> She pulls back the, the the string. She loads it up, and she aims right for that deer, hoping and praying. You fire, and you know it missed. That's how your memory recalled it. 
of the one that got away, and it quickly bolts. I was this fucking prepared for the deer to turn around and go make it whole. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! So it, it bolts. It bolts, it bolts and it runs away. Do you give chase? And remember, these three random individuals have also just shown up right by you. Maybe they spooked it away. Maybe, maybe they're the reason it ran. She quietly just hisses and growls. She's like, what are you fucking doing? Get down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Gray. I'm sorry. I... How do you... Who are you? What? I... She's very... That's Lisa. He's on his, hand on his knees. Also, for chat, uh, the bit bars for some reason crashed again. I don't know why. This happened last time. Uh, I contacted Sinister to... Uh, try to refresh it. Sorry, chat. It's all good. Sorry, chat. She, but yeah, she, hard points she, at the three she of does them. a quick, like, a quick look over the group, the trio, and she lay, her eyes kind of land on Beetle, and she takes in a big whiff. I'm gonna eat. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Beetle she starts like. To admit it, but he's, he's seen this look before from from some desperate people, and he immediately puts up both hands. Hey, oh, Gray, Gray, hold on. My children need to eat, and you just scared away the deer. I, we didn't, we didn't, we promise. We're, we're just here for you, but we can't affect anything else. Yeah, he's your little guy. I don't know who you are or where you came from, but there are hunters nearby. My children need to eat, and you just scared away. Something we haven't had to eat in literally days. It's all right. We can try to find something else. Talim is like raising a hand. It's like, yeah, this is a memory. This has already happened. Talim, that never <laughs> works. It didn't work on you. Didn't work on me. That never works. <laughs> I don't know what you're going on about, but you owe me. See? Okay. I need to, I need to catch my breath first. Well, <sighs> if, if you, if you trust us, we can help you. We, we, uh, know where there's food. Okay. You just have to come she, with us. Like, she's, she's being very, very quiet. Cause she's still like, there's hunters nearby. What the yeah. fuck? Oh, Jesus Christ, God. You just gotta come with us. We're gonna go. Why home. should I, why should I trust you? Cause we are guys. I don't know who you are, Where's large man, medium man, and small man. Oh. He's really fucking throwing down the fucking, you know, manly lines now. All right, you could have <laughs> just gone men. You didn't need to point out the small one, but yeah, okay. You so, are. Okay, all right, so you didn't need to rub it in. Uh, <laughs> you're wasting my time. The more you talk to me, the quicker I lose that deer. You also well, hear the hunters farther away, closer to your children. You have a decision. Do you go and return to your children, defying the memory of your past, or do you try to go out and try to get more supplies, knowing that they may starve either way? She's going back to her kids. She, like, pushes 
she pushes the three out of her way and she's going back to her kids. She's farther away than she ever wanted to be from them to begin with. Wait, wait! Talim will reach out and like uh, try and grab Beetle by the tail. It drops, so I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Just falls off. (laughs) Good girl, new one. He's running in place for a moment. Yeah, like Talim puts a puts a hand on Hart's shoulder. It is like we we have to let the memory play out. This has already happened. It needs to happen again. Only then will she be free of the. Don't we need to bring her to the door? Yes, but it needs to happen. Oh. All right, let's 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 go at it again. Harstar's running. Yeah, she's she's fucking booking it. She's booking it because she went. She has gone far farther than she ever wanted to. Uh, she left them alone longer than she wanted to. That like even if she did get that deer, it was still a risk. Yeah. So you return back, uh, and you see that torches are lit around pretty much near where you left your kids and you see that there is a band of hunters you have your kids surrounded of course all of them are kind of like kind of backed up near a little dugout alcove under a under a tree's roots and they all seem to be surrounded going it's like right, get the net going to try to bag these lot and then we're going to start heading on out and uh you see one of the guys kind of kind of turns I, I imagine you weren't stealthy about it no no she is she is going as fast as she can. Her lungs are burning. And as soon as she sees this, she fucking yells, stay away from my kids. And she just runs at them and she scrambles to just tackle and start beating the crap out of them. Does she do the terrifying, terrifying fucking hyena cackle and she lunges at one of them? Oh, yes, yeah, she does. <laughs> oh. You see that one of the men kind of go, nah, uh, uh, as you're about to charge towards him. And you see a bunch of hunters just kind of like getting ready with their various rifles and so straight towards your kids. No, 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 no. And you're like, no, no, no. Let's not have a little, little altercation. It seems we found the mom, fellas. And uh, you see that the hunter will kind of come up to you. Gray, do you just continue to attack or do you stop? She's she's snarling like very clearly. Uh, it's being p- posed to her that if she does continue, they're just gonna shoot them anyway, and nothing is gonna happen here that's yeah. going to end up good. Uh, so she's just like she's tensed up. She like she's like mid pounce. She's snarling. She's snapping. Yeah. And she's just like, put them down and leave. I mean, if you want us to put them down, you see that some no. Leave this, my children alone. At this point, the rest of the party arrives. Oh, I don't want to watch this. They're just babies. They're my babies. Oh, well. Please. How about we make a deal? Oh, please. No, don't take any of them, please. We won't do anything, any harm. But if you go back and you see the hunter will look at Beetle, Hart, and Talim and let everything happen as it was, just as you remember, as long as you go back and try to make it whole, 
I think everything will go just the way you remember. But you get to go back. Maybe get to see your kids again. She just holds her face in her hands and is just crumpling in on herself. Make it whole. What does it mean? What does it mean? I have to go back and make it whole. I just want my babies. And she's just inconsolable. She's inconsolable. Because, like, she's currently, like, in this space where, like, she's... She's freaking out. Her children are being held captive. And this man is speaking nonsense to her. She doesn't understand. Fine, I'll make it whole whatever you want. Just put them down. Put them... Leave them alone. We are there, right? Yeah, yeah. I said you guys have been there the entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave them alone, please. Heart gives a look to Beetle's, uh, to Beetle, like, yeah, 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 now, 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 now. Oh, Beetle's covered his fucking eyes. Salim, you notice that there's a door inside one of the trees behind you guys that leads back to the theater. So, Talim will actually uh, walk up to Gray and say, Gray, we, we have to go. Already my, happened. We still babies, have another I... chance. If we go now, we still have another chance. She looks to this man who apparently knows her, has been saying her name, and has been treating her like a friend. She's so confused and she's so hurt right now that she just looks back at this scene and slowly back to Talim. And, and she just holds out a hand. He'll motion to the to the the door that's in the tree and it's like We can't change what happened, but we still have the future. Heart picks up Beetle. Be here anymore. And uh uh will uh, take her hand and lead her to the door. She is sobbing the entire way. As you guys exit back through the door, Gray, obviously your memories return to you. You're back in your normal dress. But as the door is closing, you hear, Hey, hey, get away! Get away! Find them! Find every single one of them! I'll hunt you down! Every last one of you! And then the door shuts. She lets out a loud, gut-wrenching wail of a sob and then just crumples against, like, Talim. Talim actually holds Gray uh, really tight and actually hugs her the best that he can uh, while he still can. And just, Arc like, pats answer back is this Mark like, hugs both of them it's always hard <sighs> how does scrambles across heart's shoulders and hugs the top of grace head <laughs> just squeezes it he's also crying he's getting was, like sucked into her hair <laughs> that was the most fucked up thing he's ever seen he's he's crying not as hard as her oh my god but jesus <laughs> it takes her it takes her a couple of seconds to like you know Take in the fact that she is in good company and she is 
okay as okay can be, considering she's she's realizing that this isn't the hole they fell down. So she just kind of wipes out her face, gets like the ugly, the ugly dog tears out of her eyes. You know, she just picks all this up. She's like, where are we? How did Kaleen, we get here? Kaleen looks down at Gray and it's just like, he did say it was a good day to die. Fuck. And with that, we're going to go on our break. We'll be right back, everybody. We're going to answer some Patreon and uh, chat submitted questions and stuff like that. And we'll be back with another with uh, we'll be back to continue this episode of Trauma Goo. Oh, my God. Trauma. We're back. We're back, baby. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Just, hey, we're back. We're going to play. <laughs> Just sobbing noises from the crowd. So you guys will return. Everyone has been hugging, recollecting oh, yeah. with each other. But one of the things you all notice in the theater is that everyone is beginning to leave. You see, this seems to be a standing applause at the end of a show. And people begin to start filtering out and heading out of the main doors. You didn't see the main doors before. Now you see everybody is kind of nodding, talking about the show, going, oh, yeah, it's, it's quite an interesting, you know, uh, outcome of that one. Yeah, it's really changed it up this time. And they seem to be exiting out of the theater. Gray's going to kind of, like, look around at all these people, because, like, she was just pulled in here, and now there's all of a sudden just a bunch of people leaving. She barely even had time to kind of process that, like, this is happening. So she's like, I guess we... Follow? I... Maybe. Jalene uh, floats there with his hands uh, folded behind his back, and it's like, this is what it does. It makes you emotionally vulnerable. It keeps you on its toes. Always? I mean, from my experience. What is it? Gleam like, looks around and he like kind of calls out and he's just like I don't know if it's willing to answer that question and, and he kind of looks around expectantly you see Croc right by you Talim <laughs> jump scare he's smoking a cigar and he kind of puffs out a long stream of smoke as if it was like like a fucking flamethrower like a chimney just whoosh. And he he towers over you as he looks down and goes like, "Show's over, Liam. You already accepted your bargain. You already know that you got to make it whole." Liam so like shifts his head side to side. He's like, "Yes, that would be a lot easier if uh, I could stop winding up here. Not we my close fault this time. <laughs> Not my fault this time." I was on you. Helene, is that not the real croc? Helene, like, uh, takes a hand from behind his back and motions, uh, emotions to it. It's like, no, it, it, and it's a, for lack of a better, you know, moniker, uh, likes to take on the form of those we, uh, have emotional connections to. That would explain why it didn't kick my ass immediately. <laughs> and he like points at Beetle and he's like, correct. Okay. This is 
its domain, I suppose. Did you have, like, a choice to appear as my dying dad? Or did you have a choice to do anything else? You see, he'll shrug at you. And, go, mm, and he'll go, mm. I assume you all understand what I'm asking of you. You need to go and make it home. And he taps on uh, Talim's wrist there. Or kind of motions toward it. And Talim, you see the talisman. There's, there's been morphing around and going everywhere. The one with the single red gem staring at you like a glaring eye. Oh. You gotta go and find it. Find the other pod. I go make that home. To your all of y'all is gonna be an instrument of my destruction. Can you at least you give us, go. like, your name? You see that he smiles. All the teeth in the crocodile's mouth just shines at you, heart. You best be going now to make that hole. Show's over. Time to Do go home. like, quirks an eyebrow, he looks at heart like, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> So are we communicating with it, or is it just sending out thoughts? I think we're overthinking it, and we need to go. I think so, too. <laughs> As you blink, you see there's a couple of security guards around holding uh, holding very rough-looking, like, I forget what they call, like, beating sticks, basically. And yeah, night sticks. Oh, like truncheons? Yeah, yeah, yeah truncheons. Uh, and they all yeah. seem to be kind of corralling people, you know, taking out any drunken stag uh, stragglers coming around. There's like a kobold. They kick them out and stuff. They just shoving people outside. And one of them comes up going like, you can't stay here, sir. And uh, Talim will start to leave as he does. He uh, he turns around like he like he did in the desert. Um, it throws both his arms out and... Uh, like bows to the the uh, the thing assuming the form of Kronk and he flourishes and he's like, may we never meet in such a manner again. Kronk <laughs> just laughs. This is gonna be cool though. I get to come back from the dead. That's pretty cool. Or are we going into the realm of the dead? I don't know where I, we are actually going. Are you? Do I was you all for head death. up? You all head up the door? Yeah. Oh yeah. Big up. Moving. Yep. As uh, as you always begin to head out, you uh, hear Croc says, "Oh, watch out for thugs on the way out." Door to the theater shuts, <laughs> and as it shuts, you begin to sink into the sidewalk outside. Everything oh. begins to sort of kind of take out, take in a sort of gloomy tone. As you begin to sink further and further in, as if in the air itself begins to smell rotten. Uh, Fuck. As you die. begin to sink, no way to come out. You have a couple words to share before you're taken. Guys! Talim! Was this a part of it? Talim, is this a part of what's supposed to happen? Talim! Talim just has his arms folded across his chest. He's like, trust in the process. You know, like, as he sinks. <laughs> Ray kind of looks over. She's like, I don't like this process. Hart just takes a deep breath and puts his hand over his nose. Like, pinches his nose. <laughs> like, fucking Talib looks at Hart. Must be nice. 
I'd like to use quick squeeze to get it over faster. <laughs> As you sink further and further into it, you feel that your very being, your very soul doesn't quite feel clean. Oh. Something just is it you feel sick you feel horrible as it processes through you but you start to feel pain everything hurts like your body it just feels like as if you just were just put into like a tumble dryer <laughs> you know just no as if you were beaten to death by a Higher gang members with just rocks. You were pelted as if you were being uh, persecuted for a crime you never committed. But then you all wake up. <gasps> you all wake up. Oh. Great sits upright, her bones just kind of crunching. She, she's just like, oh, God. Uh. Beetle rolls some rubble off of him and sits up. Where? If I, I look up, can we see the sky? As you look around you, as all of you come awake, your bodies just feel just they were like thrashed. So oh. all of you are currently at five HP. Oh boy. As you're looking around, you see these dark cavernous walls are illuminated by a light way too far above you. Nothing that's within reach, no mighty jump, no large collection of rope that you can currently make or possess will help you climb out. The air is still and dust has settled upon all of your bodies. You realize you've been here a while and as you continue to look around you see the ruins of the blacksmith home is strewn about the entire area. Bits of board and stone and rubble are laid across the hard cavernous floor and either you lean up or look around even further you see your adversary that you charge down here with is crushed underneath a rock and its body is unmoving. I've seen this play. <laughs> As uh, the other three, I assume, are looking around, um, suddenly a, a ghostly hand shoots out from the, from the corpse of the uh the zombie hulk as Salim proceeds to drag himself uh out of it horror movie style great great kind of like you know uh. jumps up because that kind of startled her and she kind of like backs away a little bit not noticing she uh she stepped on some some splintered wood and her back is surprisingly empty what the oh oh thank god it's just it's just here to leave out here yeah dead body she waves a hand at the hulk's corpse uh heart heart sits up and you can see that half of heart's face is gone 
and and you see you see that small pieces of clay just draw themselves towards heart as his entire body just sits back up and then like with no hair on it and then in like two seconds as if someone had just lit a fire and shoved a bunch of pine needles in it a plume of smoke just appears from his head hi guys so so wait wait is unconscious heart bald Nay, no, dead, dead heart is bald. <laughs> People point bald. Grace gonna like People point bald. Grace gonna like like make her way to like to the others. We like look them over. Like okay, okay, okay. Like she's she's momming on them. She's doting. She's like, are you okay? Are yeah, you yeah. Okay? Don't worry. I'm. See, look, I'm coming back. Uh, and he points at like the small piece of clay that just draw rolls on the ground over oh. to him. She oh. just kind of stares at and goes. Okay. <laughs> Here, can I can I help patch can I help patch you up? That would be nice. And uh can I so I'm a master in medicine now, which means I can treat wounds mm -hmm. on up to four people at the same time. Can I when I do that, do I roll for each person or just do I just roll you're the gonna, two D eights? You're once? gonna roll for two for each person. Because okay. if you roll, you can fail. And if you fail or critically fail, you hurt them. Okay. Which they all have five HP, so if you critically fail, you kill them. Oh, very cool. Ah, okay. exciting. We just got back. Smiles. Maybe, why don't I use assurance then? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you forget it. You yeah. No, 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 no. Just, just imagine, just imagine, like, Beetle goes, you know, heal, uh, accidentally kills instead, pops back into the theater. Um, I, I um. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, this is awkward. So, so, if he wants to do assurance. Um, yeah. It's just a flat 2d8 right yeah so the cool thing you can do click medicine the roll the oh. little dice button and what it'll also have is the assurance toggle at top click that <gasps> and click roll i'll just let this be your flat roll for everybody amazing now the real question i'll allow you time to do uh one healing thing uh for now so mm -hmm. that'll be your 23 for that okay so for your DC and stuff like that, uh, the real question is, did they bring your stuff? Which I want to say they did. Of course. Uh, do you a have mommy a needs to be buried with his things. Do you have a healer's kit on you? Uh, da, 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 da. I don't know if you I have one not. in your inventory. But I do have predictive purchase you've been dead <laughs> damn it <laughs> damn it yeah, yeah, you with him from the gift shop <laughs> yeah in the, in the cavern gift shop you got a healer's kit damn it shit Fuck. predictive purchase points at first aid kit on the ground oh look I forgot that I bought that right before I died and Croc's dead so nice <laughs> Chat. Mercy or no mercy? <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. I mean, I it a, is have... Beetle's actual ability to yeah. buy things and say, no, I bought them. But but also, like, we were dead, so I wouldn't oh, yeah. be able yeah, to buy yeah. it before Big time. we Big died. Time yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah. I give you guys plenty of uh, things. Chat says mercy. Uh, so I'm going to I'm allow you to have your healer's kit. No, no, no. But here's the no. caveat. Here's here's the compromise. You only get to do it once, and then you run up all the materials in the healer's kit. No, no, no. 
no, okay. No, no. All right. No. I'm no, grabs no. Froggy. Why? All right. Because what if we find something down here that we can use? And then, five hit points. And then I'm not able to use it because I agreed to only use it once. No, if you find a completely different healer's kit, that's not how that works. Oh, okay, true. You're true. Yeah, yeah I'll take the mercy. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're never I'll take your pity. The mercy. You, yeah, you find it. for being dead, a lot of your stuff was smashed up uh, as they were carrying it in your backpack and stuff. You only have so much to heal them once this time. So with this, go ahead and roll me uh, 2d8. Okay. 58 plus anything else that your feats would give you. It would be, I believe it's plus my level. Yeah, plus your level. Heal the, oh no, okay. Roll 2d8, heal the rolled amount, plus character level. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. plus my level. So 2d8 plus seven. That's a 15. Dang. Okay, let me just make sure you beat 20 on your thing. So 2d8, there'll be... 8 plus 10, so it'll be 15 for that. So everybody is going to okay. be healed because you beat the DC what? for 20. Because actually, one additional thing, yeah, due to being a medic and you beat DC 20, you add five more healing to it. That's amazing. Thank you. I'm adding that to my notes. Yeah, so you get 30 each time. So I can actually do this for everybody. Go haw. Go heal and then heal again. Everyone gets healed for 30 as you Woo! bandage everybody up. Just make sure that everybody is at 35 right now on your character sheets. Heck yeah. Yeah. Very hey, good. Hey, Zorin. I'm Zorin. How long would you say that took? Usually first aid or treating wounds uh, takes about an hour. Uh, actually, let's see. Da -da 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 -da. You spend 10 minutes treating one individual creature, so 10 times 4 is so 40 minutes. So, do we, we, do we still have all of our stuff on us? You still have all your items. And I'm uh, at full HP because I have a Wayfinder with an Aeon Stone that causes me to heal one hit point a minute. Oh! Gray has nice. a singular healing potion nice in her inventory. Yeah, so go and bring yourself up the full Talim. Because you're undead. And for... And you do guys still have the party's loot. So you do have healing potions instead of there as well. I think you get like six lesser healing potions. Hey, Storm. Use this healing potion on Grey. She's going to just rummage around uh, in her sack. And she's like, oh, thank fucking God. I'm snoring. Uh, as they are sitting there. And uh, Beetle is, you know, spackling, like he, you know, <laughs> yeah. with, with his little shovel and repairing heart, um, shellacking him back together. Uh, heart feels a bit hungry. And uh, out of nowhere, uh, a small olive branch grows out of the ground. What? 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 I, I, I wish to use. The ability, fresh produce. Huh. Yeah, what? you were adjusting them because from all the actions before and the blessing from the giant and stuff, you are no longer right. a monk. You're a kineticist now, I believe. That's what? right, baby. I am no longer a monk. I have switched classes, baby. I am a kineticist. What the hell? The, the plot reason is he fell down hole and really hard. <laughs> yeah, guys, I fell so hard that I switched classes. 
I can now create a small little olive in these trying times. Amazing. Yes. I um, love this. Yes, it, it's it's kind of great uh, because the thing is, I can't sadly use this olive a lot uh, because people become immune to its healing after I use it for quite a bit. However, okay. Okay. my... Uh, when Hart just picks up this little olive uh, from nowhere, that just grew out from nowhere, and he just uh. eats it. What? Um, that little funny olive heals 44 plus 16. Hart, you can't just eat things that you pick up off the... Oh! Huh? Okay, never mind, never mind, never mind. No, that did something good. I don't know. I don't know what... Okay, never mind. No, do your thing. All right, go ahead and yeah. roll the healing for it. Yeah. So hopefully, roll twenty will will actually will actually allow me to do this properly. Uh, I now have fresh produce. Yeah, baby. Okay, it it doesn't want to roll, but I I'll roll forty four plus sixteen. Baby, let's go. That's twenty nine. Dang! As everybody eats it, everybody gets healed for 29. Holy crap, guys! Pretty cool that olives, for, right? That was oh pretty good. Okay. Wow. I was like, you usually try not to eat suspicious things off the ground, but hey. That's pretty good! Yeah. Gray. Yes. With your passive perception, you are able to notice that in the ruins of the blacksmith's building that unfortunately has you know been shredded and destroyed all the way down here you can even notice as you look up uh through the light that there are bits of wood and splinters and part of the roof and stuff that are just kind of embedded on the side of this deep pit <sighs> you notice a, a string of weapons have pretty much been laid abound you see uh, amongst the ruins there are various weapons and stuff and you find on the ground a pair of men bellies or a uh, men belly just sort of like a curve yeah it's kind of like a she, curved uh, sword if i remember right she gives it a good look over and she was about to like you know go put it and hook it up to her crossbow uh like to make sure she's not carrying too much at the same time she's like what where's my bow where where's my where, you notice where, your crossbow is shattered you landed on it she kind of just sinks and she's like Oh, I liked that one. I like that one a lot. Well, we could get you a new one. Oh, I, I, at least I got this. She holds up the Mambele and she's just like, it's good craftsmanship. Gonna do the job just fine until I can figure this out. I'll be fine. We ah. make do. Everyone here, that though. Uh, that looks me... like four knives. Roll me a perception check. Everyone sure clicked on the right one. Perception. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's the initiative one, then there's perception yeah. one. Uh, everyone roll, yeah, yeah. Can I Everybody. include my pursue a lead bonus since this is related to wow. our current task at hand? <laughs> I saw the 16, but it rolled back to an eight. So uh, I rolled you're... a total of a 17. Yes, you may, Beetle. Okay, thank you. I rolled I a rolled... total of 27. 26. I rolled a 19 for a total of 30. Ding. 
all your perceptions, you start to hear something. But they kind of rustling as if like a, a bush is swishing to and fro. Uh, and you hear like, <laughs> Here's something like kind of grumbling, grumbling mm-hmm. over. But you all also notice the chest that you're guarding is not with you. Fuck. Shit. Um, perception to see if there's drag marks. That'll or... be survival. So roll me survival, survival. Oh, Okay. Uh, where is? Here we go. Survival. I'm actually trained in survival. Ooh. So I will go ahead and roll this, and that is a uh, total of 16. You see enough through the rubble, so everything has settled. And from I perception... Have vision as well. In case yes. You know, uh, you've noticed you've been here for a while. This has not been super recent. You've noticed you've been laying here for quite a long time. So the dust and things have settled on, it on pretty much every surface. But you do notice drag marks leading off to the right here. Lean kind of, you know, like uh, he's running uh, or he act like he's running a finger over there and he's looks up and he kind of <sighs> looks like our objective was found by scavengers. Something else entirely, huh? Let's keep it down while we, while we lock just so you can get the jump on them if they're, you know, some baddies. Listen to your mic, Froggy, when you do that. Oh, shit, sorry. Podcast listeners <laughs> already pissed off, you know. I'm like, so sorry, podcast be, be considerate to the people listening to you on podcasts, huh? How about that? Let's try it. Let's try it. Keep it down. Kind of yeah, like they, how I just did with my mic. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait for well, Rockum's ASMR let's edition. Try Let's keep we it all down. get binaural minds. <laughs> oh my god. Let's keep it down while we while we investigate further. <laughs> so there you go, podcast listeners. So what do you all do? Gray's going to investigate the tracks and um very carefully follow along them. She wants to because like this is the thing that they came here for that just got yanked. So she's going to follow the tracks slowly and cautiously. Stealthily, even. Yeah. Same with okay. Beetle. So yeah. I'll ask all your exploration activities. So for you, Minerva, you're just going to be kind of searching around. Um, yes. Just like so I can keep track of it, just to make things a little bit easier. I'm just going to throw you guys. You're not in combat, but I'm just using this as like a tracker for me. Mm-hmm. On your mm-hmm. initiative thing, uh, do the drop down thing, and we're going to use the skill that's going to be associated for this. So for you, you're keeping an eye on, just to make sure you understand, you're keeping an eye on tracks and stuff, and just kind of keep an eye on that, right? Or you just, or are you just using your perception to look around? Keep an eye on uh, She's things. tracking. She's tracking. All right. Roll me uh, survival then as you're tracking things. On the initiative drop down? Yes. Okay. But keep it as a number for me. Roll. I 14 for a total of 26. Hell yeah. Uh, heart, what are you doing? In exploration, you can either be continuously casting a spell. You could be yeah. searching around for things. You can constantly prepare for something. Exactly. And um, what he is going to do is he is going to uh, actively cast a spell, uh, except he doesn't have spells. 
As a kineticist, he has a thing called an impulse. Uh, imagine that it's less powerful than a spell, but Hart can basically do this indefinitely. Um, he has super cantrips, if you will. Uh, and what he is going to do is he's going to use base kinesis to actively remove rubble away from our feet because he has wood and earth as his chosen elements. So Hart will remove any loose rubble that could uh, cause us to like, you know, accidentally push a small rock next to a big hole and alert us, uh, Minds of Moria yeah. style. Uh, so that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna clear it away. Okay. Uh, Beetle, what are you so doing? First, Beetle is following Gray's lead, but then he notices that, you know, she's following the tracks and she's a real good tracker. So he considers that there are other people down there with him or other things down there with him. They're sentient, there could be traps. So I would like to search particularly for traps. Okay, go ahead and roll perception for me on the initiative tracker thing. And as you do that, uh, Talene, what are you doing? So, um, as Hart is moving right out of the way, uh, Gray is tracking and uh, uh, Beetle is searching around. Uh, Talene will actually use his ghostly and semi-transparent nature along with um, his dark vision to stick to the uh, more obscure parts as they continue along and he will be uh, being a sneaky boy and use stealth. Yeah. There we stealth. go. Go ahead on your initiative thing. Roll stealth for me. Oh, what did you want me to use? Uh, nature? As uh, that is. Yeah, go ahead and roll me nature. Just kind of have that Heck. there. Heck yeah. And just for podcast listeners, I didn't give them a chance to announce it themselves. Uh, Beetle got a 31 on perception, Talim got a 27 on stealth, and Hark got a 26 on nature. Yeah. So with that, you all can move forward if you'd like. Still hear the sound, right? I believe Gray is in the lead. I was trying to move things yes. on the Twitch screen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why can't I click on this? Oh, wait, there's a chat there. What? I, oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, wait. It's... Immersion. Min. Yes. Are you scouting? Maybe. 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 Because you do give us a cool bonus if you are scouting. I am God, where is it? Is it Scout's Warning? I yeah, Scout's Warning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's scooting on ahead, even though I haven't been able to really move. There we go. Yeah. There, I scooted. Scout's yeah. Warning. Scoots. Yeah, good scoots, bruh. Good scoots. As you're scooting forward, you're scooting past uh, crumbling stone ruined walls. And heart being very helpful by moving all the rubble away. You're not going to step on anything and hurt your feet or whatnot. And you'll notice that there are no obstacles going to be in your way as you continue forward. Oh, it's getting dark. And she's going to stop right here. Yeah, everyone feel free to move up. As you see a small creature... Seemingly, like, uh, with a bush for a head, is basically kind of, like, tapping on this on this chest 
and you know it's your chest. But it's also kind of investigating the various corpses that have fell down with you, uh, other zombies and things like that you, you are dealing with. And you see this little creature, like, beep, 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 and just, it just seems to be very curious about what's going on. But of course, as you step through, uh, it does not notice you, Talim, but it notices everybody else. And what you see before you, oh, the image seems to have bugged out a little bit. That's fine. We'll fix that later. You see a little fellow named Willow. Oh, I love You don't know the name. You don't know the name yet, but that's just for chat because it's going to be up there in the handout card. What you see before you is a very small, stout little figure, um, with a sort of like imagine like a like a shrubbery or a bush for a head with two little eyes, two little glowing eyes come out of it. A wide-brimmed, pointy hat made of leaves adorning its head, as it wears various bits of cloth and has like a big, thick leather belt across its waist. Um, has two thick leather gloves as it's holding this sickle as it's using it to poke and prod things, kind of move things around. And it quickly turns like, and it makes a collection of, of, uh, cluttering noises at you. How inhuman are its movements? You see, it's like a stunty little guy, like, ha! <laughs> like, like <laughs> not, not really, <laughs> not really like, like also the statue might think of you as a uh like a human child really mm -hmm. but you this thing's not moving like a human child this thing knows exactly what it's doing but does it move like a puppet you can't tell because you're heart and you can That's see right. well in the dark because it's dark That's as right, fuck. baby <laughs> Gree's gonna like hold out her arm and just be like slow slow down slow down we don't want to spook it <laughs> I I wonder if he saw our corpses back there. Hip, hip, hip. You see, as it goes, hip, 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 it like jumps to the side real fast. Like, hip, hip, hip. Oh, hey. Uh, okay. Do you want to go say hello, be Beetle? Small. Me? It is you sized. Okay. Uh, it's, it's got a, you know, it's got a sharp, and I, I don't got, okay. No, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, okay. And Beetle will I'll be back like, here if you need to, like, run back, okay? <laughs> this is so uncool, guys. <laughs> wait, you wait, just Beetle. died. Go in danger. <laughs> Beetle, before, before you go in, Hart um, focuses his giant powers, and a small white circle appears before his forehead as he forges, like, a little leaf hat for Beetle. Oh, oh, <laughs> You do it points that at you all. Beetle uh, puts out his hands for the hat. Hart shakes his hands. I don't know. It's the same thing like with the fire. I feel so heavy. I don't know how, but maybe he'll like you more now that you have a matching hat. Oh. Little guy solidarity. Yeah. All right. Okay. You don't have to point out our stature, but yeah, I hear you. And he puts the hat on <laughs> and then he turns back to the little jittery guy and he approaches, he takes one step forward with his hands out, like the way that you approach, like, you know, a dog in the corner or something like that, like an anxious little animal. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Roll me, uh, roll me a diplomacy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I'll roll a diplomacy. Can I add pursue a lead? Sure. Woohoo! 
Oh no. That's a total of 19. Would someone like to aid Beetle? Only one person can. I think Hart is aiding with the hat. Yeah, I could. I could be aiding. Yeah, the roll hat. The, roll diplomacy. Yeah. Hart just made a cute little matching hat. Put it yeah. On. That's friendly behavior. Yeah, yeah, I'll aid yeah. roll nature for this because it's with your magic. But yeah, I can do that. Uh, let me roll a nature. Versus DC 15, baby. Oh, that's, that's a nice. 20. That's nice. That could be worse. You see the little creature not exactly like run away, but kind of like guards the chest a little bit and kind of yeah. points its sickle at you. Like, oh. oh, Beetle puts his hands up above his head. <laughs> so what languages do you know, Beetle? I know common, draconic, halfling, sackbroth, strix, and yusoki. Okay, okay. Talene, what do you know? Um, I know. I can't pick my last two. I know common, draconic, elven, uh, dwarven, and necril. Okay, okay. Hart, what do you know? I know common, Jotun, the language of the giants. And then I know Petron, which is the language of Earth. And Gray, I don't think you have. No, you don't have. Any other I have, yeah. have Common and Colo. None of you understand this creature. Nope. <laughs> I have two uh, unallocated languages because I needed to look them up, but I didn't. So, I don't know. DM Fiat. There's a space there if you want. For this, I'll say, like, even if you could conveniently put a thing down, I'll, I'll just say something changed uh, to where this thing's dialect is just not good anyway. It's like going to the deep south. country accent. It's like going to the deep south. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, my God. You know, you know what I, Oh, my God, it's Boomhauer. Can I try and communicate Absolutely. How do you charade against it? This will be a performance check. Uh, okay, so first, I want Beetle to slowly lower his hands down, mm -hmm. point at our bush friend, make a shrugging, questioning gesture where his head is canted to the side, and then motion around. Like, uh, he's trying to be like, how how long have you you been down here? In fact, he searches himself for like a watch or something that he might be able to tap. And he looks back at the group and he's like, I'm trying to ask how long this guy's been down here. Gray scratches her head, just kind of thinking. And you guys got a chronometer? No. A chronometer? I'll the roll me performance. A chronometer, a chronometer. Can I hear a point that? You sure can. In fact, I'm going to bring your thing down because you still have that hero point from uh, doing the sessions. You still have three. That's right. That's right. Yippee. That's, oh, that's so much better. Okay. I saw that one, though. I know. That's 13 for a total of 26. You see that the little creature will kind of like look at its hands and look at you. Back at its hands, look at you. And it'll, it'll kind of come a little, a little closer, still kind of near the chest. And near its assumed prizes that it's acquired. And it will go, and it kind of tries to motion its hands. 
as if, uh, you know, like it points to you and it points to the dead people around it and it scratches its little bush head. He doesn't understand how we're alive. He definitely saw us dead. <laughs> to, to be fair, we very much were. Mm. Beetle oh. looks back to the little bush man and look, just looks bewildered, looks perplexed, like he doesn't even know what's going on, and just motions broadly with his arms and shakes his head lightly, eyes wide. The, the little this guy the biggest shrug. will then come up to you, take out uh, a little leaf water skin, uh, and he will hand it to you. <gasps> Thank you! He'll take the water skin like graciously like when you put your hand around the back of the other person's hand and you like hold it for yeah. a second and nod your head he does that and takes the water skin and opens it he gives it a little sniff it smells great oh he takes and a little sip it is the most delicious as, water as, oh. as, as the bushman gets closer does does he spot flame at that point no you're still okay. pretty well hidden. If you're wanting to stay hidden, you, you're you're pretty well hidden. He didn't break yeah. your stealth. Okay, he, cool. He's friendly. He's offering us water. Gray's lips will smack. She's like, "It sounds really good, actually." She'll she'll take like yeah, one little one little step forward. <laughs> she'll take a little of the water, and I can't like really see bow. Anything. She'll oh. bow and just like, thank you. Just take a few steps forward, heart. Can I see, can I see the little guy? Uh, you have, you have an idea. You have yeah. an idea where the little guy is. You're still blind as fuck. It's, it's pitch black. It's very dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. You with your normal he's... eyes. Does any one of you have a torch? Uh... Beetle pats Real. himself down. Yeah, Gray's also now patting herself down. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, check your inventory. I do have a torch. I do have a torch. I do, I do, I do, I do. Up, up, up. She uh, pulls out a torch and lights it up by dragging along the ground. Boop, boop. Oh, sorry. I taught it for you. My bad. Oh, shit. You. Sorry. Uh, so with that, whoosh, you now get to see the little guy. And of course, uh, the little guy's always been able to see you, Heart. So I assume everyone drinks from the flask. It tastes wonderful. Is it? It's like it's like like delicious nectar, pretty much. It, oh, it's hey, amazing. It rejuvenates you a little bit. That's oh, good stuff. Ambrosia. See the little guy uh will kind of motion over and like and you see uh will go over, grasp hold of the chest, and start dragging it. Like just, like two hands start pulling like and start dragging it with and it starts motioning you over like I think he, I wants, think he help. wants help, yeah. 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 Hey, little well, guy. Do you want something? Starts dragging you over this way. I wonder if he's with the Delvers, maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't know about that. See, uh... I mean, he has clothes. Him. Yeah, he's wearing clothes. We'll pull it through <laughs> a gap that you can't quite see. Like, there's kind of like a way that you're going to have to <laughs> slither your way through. <laughs> I got the feet for this. <laughs> <laughs> Would everyone yeah, like to try to squeeze through? I quick squeeze. I quick squeeze. <laughs> a quick squeeze and beetle. You're able to get your pe way past the uh, 
uh, kind of closing in rock faces. Just kind of give it a description for audio listeners. Uh, the cavern, the cavern's kind of thinking of like a pizza shape, really, that the map is. And as you're kind of going through the ruins, they see our lovely little guy, uh, this little uh, kind of leshy-like creature. And as they begin to come through, it kind of narrows into a section to where it's a bit too too tight to just easily walk through. So they have to kind of like sidle through and try to squeeze through this gap. And Beetle, yep. with Beetle's feet, uh, feet here, just right on through. I can't believe he got the chest through that thing. You guys okay to make it through? I'll try, and Grace gonna really strong. Take it a deep chest. breath and and hold her breath as she tries to squeeze through. Everyone should be able to squeeze through this fine, if I remember right. Uh, yeah. The squeeze action—you just kind of just uh, do. Let's see. Da, da, da. Okay, acrobatics checks for everybody, please. Yay! Actually, no. Let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Oh. Sorry, I forgot which one was. It is acrobatics. Uh, that's if you fail. Uh, action is better. Potential pain. Move through quickly. No, you just go like a slower speed. Oh, okay. It, it acts as difficult terrain. So everyone's able to get through. Yeah. I rolled a 27 anyway. Oh. You are through. <laughs> you are through. Feel free to move your tokens up or down for space. But you see the guy. Like, as you start looking around, you're like, he's like, oh, where, where is he? And you see that he is below. I've been muted this entire time. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, you were stealthing. Oh. You know, I was, I was going to say that, like, as the leaf squeezes through, he squeezes through, like, something out of the grudge. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's horrifying. It's like, oh, sleep fits through it just fine. <laughs> ew, 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 ew. Stop it. As... <laughs> As you're going through, you start to notice that the rock and the walls here, just in the entire conversation, that things haven't really felt like stable. Not everything's been super still. The rock walls and even uh, the very top, like things have just been kind of shaking here and there and pebbles have fallen. And as soon as you get here, you see the little guy start motioning. You guys are like, he's over here, guys. He's going this way. All right, I guess we follow, yeah? And as you try to go south, you notice a rock that's been kind of on the ceiling because the ship, and you see the guy, basically the rock falls and blocks your way. on it um <laughs> you think you're so fucking funny i I'm hate mad. you i hate you well i can I honestly say that uh, i did not smell what zoran was cooking with that i was not expecting that at all uh, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> You think That's you're so you fucking can. funny? God I damn it. it was funny. <laughs> I'm mad that I laughed. Well, Greg kind of just looks at it, just like, of course it's a rock. Of course it's it, this couldn't have been easy. Of course. You hear muffled screams like, basically, this thing seems to be screaming 
uh, from the other side. Not not quite in pain, but more of like an alert. We're okay. We're all right. And only thing you could hear from it is just kind of more of it as you hear its voice kind of trail away. I can't believe that now we have friends on the other side. Well, at least when the rocks fell, we didn't die. He's leaping! I... He's leaping! He didn't get crushed! He's got our chest! Yeah, we have to find another way around. Oh, sh Damn it. Well, only have one other way to go. I guess we should try and be quieter. Curry kind of looks at, <laughs> at Beetle like... Beetle touches his <laughs> pointer fingers together. <laughs> that means you too, you know that, right? I know. <laughs> Come on, we're, we're wasting time. As you travel northward, deeper into the cavern, you find yourself surrounded by four stone pillars. Not carved, they seem to be natural in this area. Whoa. And you see, as you look around, there seems to be a exit that goes to the bottom right. Hmm. Hey. This is kind of neat. Yeah. Do you I think mean, water it... made this cavern? I'm just going to look at the exit while they're talking. I mean, it could be a cave system, right? Yeah. But usually water makes stuff like this, right? I guess. The pilasters hey, hey, bro, are... stop standing at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the pilasters are built upon, you know, a... Older iterations. Yeah. So it could be the remnants of what once was. That's true. That's true. Gleam. Yes. You notice something. Try to, uh, with your ghostly visage and stuff, you notice something. Try to touch your coin purse. Oh. Okay. And if you look around, it's not there. Hearts mm. to the left side of the room, you hear. Somewhere in that direction. Huh? He leans behind behind the pillar like, oh. <laughs> you continue to hear like that. He. Link raises his shield up in front of, you know, like a, a spot on his chest where he keeps his coin purse. And it's just like, he like oh, he, dude, he's suddenly mind? on guard and he's looking around and he's like, did anyone see anything? Hart grabs Beetle by his head, <laughs> lifts him up and, and puts, and puts him here. <laughs> and then and then he takes a step up and and sur and surveys whatever he can see around here probably perception I turn here we go I roll a 15 for a total of 26. What do I hear? Okay. What do I smell? What do I taste? 
what you feel as if it's the yeah. back of your hairs is a strange creature ew. crawling oh, down ew. from ew. the ceiling. Oh, no. 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 no, what is that? No, 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 no. For those of you who know what this. this creature is, this is one of our older PDFs. This is a wall, a wall crawler. No, thanks. No. Oh, no. It is we a can, slender, can, no. like just fleshy, ew. just like Ugh. tube of a creature oh. with like a mass of hair and tighter cloth over its over its like just no his not head. the tube man oh. it has three giant black eyes and a row of human like teeth that seemingly just kind of going across its just oval head that's awful multiple claws kind of branching out sort of as if like it's a tree kind of crawl down in heart you're just hearing above you just No creature should be both tube-shaped and have arms. <laughs> and with that, I'll use your exploration stuff for initiative. And you all get a oh, plus yeah, one to it because Gray was helping you scout. Yay! I, actually, actually, Min. Yes? You're a scout, right? Yes. It's plus two. Oh, oh plus two. <sighs> hell yeah. Just That's to compensate all. for that, I'll give the creatures minus uh, to actually just two, two, uh, 28 to seven, 28, 29. So give you a bonus. Heart, 26. Eight. I hate that these things exist. I hate these. I, I don't like their mouths. I don't let's, like them. Let's make them not exist then. Yay! Yeah! Uh oh! Don't worry, you can still slap them. Wait, can you pick me up and use me like a weapon? Can you use my horse? Can you use me as a He's a flail. <laughs> so with that, combat has now started. Beetle, you're top oh. of the order. You oh. see them now, as Hart probably has exclaimed where they are. Uh, what do you do? Do I have my weapons? Ah, uh, you didn't clarify it, so probably not. Well, well, you didn't say that you had your uh, weapon out, at least, but you still have your weapons. Yeah, I see them in my inventory. I just wanted to confirm if they were there. Oh, or yeah. Okay. A, yes. a, a mummy is buried with all of their things. You okay. are also oiled and smell like cinnamon. Oh, thank God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I I'm am going to draw my Giselle. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to assume it's not loaded because that would be very dangerous. So I'm going to load it and I am going to devise a stratagem on the guy coming down the wall by Talim. I want to see what will happen if I take a little root to shoot at this boy. All right, let's see. Okay, I'm going to hit. I can see I'm going to hit. I fucking McTootie shooty bablooty him. Okay. <laughs> With your with your uh, just com discombobulation <laughs> tactics, you know that you would That's hit right. him, and so with that, you know you would get a total of a twenty-seven. So go ahead and do damage. You go pow. For anyone in chat who goes that device stratagem is an action. This is a part of Beetle's clues. So Beetle gets to do a device stratagem and attack as one single fucking action. That's right, baby. This has to do with my lead, my investigation. So bam, you do 17 points of damage to this thing, just boom, just like crashes into it as it does a <laughs> at you. That's all of your actions. 
Now the thing that you shot, it's its turn. It will slither no. over no. onto the ground at you. Talim, you get an attack Damn. of opportunity because it moves through your threatened space without stepping. Ooh. If you have an attack of opportunity. I don't think I do. I do not. I don't oh. have a um, reactive strike. Oh, you didn't take that, it. That's okay. my that's my other character that oh, we're doing right. in the Kingmaker mm. game that you can see what? exclusively the... on Patreon. The yeah. Patreon exclusive one? Another yeah. campaign with, where we're gooning? Yeah. yeah. No except way. not really. Erston runs it. <laughs> yeah. It's basically Ooh. the same as gooning, except better because yeah. we're actually making kings in it. Session <laughs> zeros on the Patreon right now if you go to patreon.com forward slash narrative declaration. Shameless plug. It's seamless we need to pay yeah. our bills man <laughs> this shit's scary to run alright it comes up to you beetle and gets his claws no. out and just no. no it hits you no with a to total of 27 oh, <laughs> only hits you for 8 points of damage oh thank god not that one but it tries to bite you Oh, I accidentally just killed all my health. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like it hits you for eight points of damage. Minus 54. Beetle just again. dies. I didn't know you were that weak to tubes. Oh, God. Again? Again? It's like, oh, I thought you already did a thing. Hold up. When you heal it all, that actually, you're not supposed to be at full. So you take this oh. damage. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Thank you. All right. Now it's going to try to attack you again. With his jaws, oh. was a natural 20 to crit you. Yay. Oh, I'm going to die again. Oh, this is good. It says persistent bleed, too. <laughs> That's 14 points of damage and persistent bleed. That's okay. I have a skill that takes away bleed. I can treat myself. And that's all of its actions. Ouch. Next up. Ouchie. Is it? Let me get the uh, tracker for you, chat. My bad. Gotta have that up for you. I apologize. Now, the other wall crawler is coming over, and it sees you, Heart. It's slithering okay, on the I'm ground. At this point, it will look at you. And what it will try and do... It's going to do its special ability called Jealous Claws. It makes two claw strikes against the same target. If at least one of the strikes hit the target, the wall crawler can make a steal attempt against the same target. It could what? steal something from you, Heart. Oh what? my no. god. No. It'll do one. Let's see. It does hit with a 24. Does eight points of damage to you, Heart. Dang. It will attack you against first call due to the multi-attack penalty for balance. Hits you again, even an MMP minus five with a 26. Does nine points of damage to you. And it will try to make a steal attempt against you, which is an action. You can try to yes. take a small object from one other another creature without being noticed. Da da da, you can still gonna do it. Done a theory check. Determine if you successfully steal the object. The DC of the steals use the perception DC of the creature wearing the object. So it'll try to get its little hands at you. So and it'll try to get it. I do apparently its skill thing didn't transfer over the thing, which means it makes me unprepared in that stupid of me, but that's okay. Just what we're going to do. I think it's going to be neat. Sorry about that. It'll try to steal at you, heart. It's going to roll a stealth at you. 
That'll be a total of 25. What's your perception? My perception? My perception DC? 21. You are good. It does not get anything from you. Heck yeah. With that, that's the end of its... Uh, that'll be the end of its turns. I had to slither down to the ground. Talim! Yes. Things all around. What do you do? So, as this thing uh, basically pops out and skitter towards Beetle and uh, claws at him, Talim will uh, spend his first action to pull out his sword because I forgot to declare that it was already out. Um, and then we'll actually use his, uh, spell strike, uh, with gouging claw, which he can use because he has expansive spell strike. So he can use things that don't normally need, uh, or use spells that don't have a, uh, to hit. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. and, uh, we'll spell strike this thing that is attacking, uh, beetle in one fell swoop as the Ash coil takes on a supernatural level of sharpness. And so to do that, I need to first off uh, attack it. And if I attack it, I then do my regular damage and the spell. If I hit it, I do the regular damage and the spell damage. So first off, roll to hit a plus 16. That is a total of a 27. That hits. All right. And then I will do my regular damage, which since I have a plus one striking ass quo is 2d6 plus six. Hell yeah. See chitters at you as you hear. <laughs> and that is a total of uh, 10 slashing. And it'll take it. We add on the damage of gouging claw Ooh. as well. Slashing variant? Yep. Hell yeah. And I just roll damage for that, which is, uh, because I'm a level 7 mages, 5d6 uh, plus 5. Yeah, because you already did your hit with the weapon to get all that damage. Ooh, it's all, that's a lot of good d6s, man. <laughs> How much and, you uh, that's That is a uh, total of uh, 19 slashing damage and uh, 5 bleed. Oh, do you think you slash into it? It's like this like slithery, fleshy hot dog with claws is coming at you, and you just scroll across his back, and blood just starts going everywhere, and it's just chittering. It's just writhing in pain. And I think that's the end of your turn, right? That is the end of my turn. That is all three of my actions. Heart, it's your turn. So, first action... Uh, this is going to be a good old classic, everyone. Uh, I am going to use the ability of armor in Earth. Uh, since he is no longer a monk, but we still want to keep him heart-themed, uh, he still has a thing where he becomes slow and tanky. Um, so, heart's AC increases uh, from 21 to 26. And he has now a bunch of defensive benefits to him. Uh, as pieces of rock float around him uh, in small little shields that just hover around him, almost like a little cloud of dust and specks and sand. And then he, as he looked at Talim, who did that action, this thing, Hart has learned so much from his friends throughout these uh, this time that he has been with them. And 
in a similar manner to what Talim just did, and what Talim has done for as long as he has met him, Hart will try to imitate Talim's gouging claw by swiping his hand towards the air. And when he does, his arm breaks apart into maybe like a thousand small splinters that shoots out as just shards towards this crawling guy right next to it. I target this guy with, uh, it's not a specific target against him, but I will use Hail of Splinters. Uh, which is a 30 feet cone. Yeah, go and place it down. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, how you want to position it? Try to spin it. I think you hold uh, shaft and do a scroll wheel. Oh, let me fix that. I then. can't believe Hart okay. used an AOE oh, and I'll aggroed the rest of the Th room. I assume you want that. <laughs> um, yes, exactly that. I think you, uh, you do so, two of them. I, I accidentally ah, I uh, placed it down. That's okay. Yeah, there I assume you want to do that. Yes, and then they need to make a, a basic reflex save. All right. DC 25. Oh, sorry. I'll fix this. Thank you. Bam! It's gonna make this a little reflex save. It's gonna and it tries to run away and it fails. It rolls a 22 because it needed to be a 25. Go ahead and roll yes. me damage. Uh, that is 44 piercing damage plus 44 bleeding. This thing's uh, also just shredded. Also, I did it on you instead. Whoops. <laughs> Jeez. Whoopsie doopsie. Do not kill me by my own ability, Soren, please. <laughs> Trips I, falls on own Halo stuff. Splinters. Just heart just getting fucked Tony Montana. Just ah <laughs> by his own splinters. Yeah, that thing basically just gets eviscerated by you. It's clicking viciously at you. Um, that took two actions, I believe. You still have an action left. Yes, th th uh, that's the end of my turn. And it okay. has the overflow trait, which ends my aura. But my armor is a creation, so it lasts. Gray, it is your turn. Yes, okay. So these little tube men have come down, and she's not a big fan of this. She's like, we, we, we just got back. What the fuck? Uh... As soon as Hart does his his splinters and totally didn't get himself, totally didn't, uh, she will follow up by reeling back her... Um, oh, first of all, this guy's my hunted prey. Just saying. Hunted prey on that boy. Uh, yeah, she'll reel back. Yes, the one in your heart. I just targeted him. Um, she's going to reel back the hand with the mom Bailey, and she's gonna recall every bit of knowledge she has about using this when she was younger because it's been a hot minute she's been using that crossbow for a long time she's gonna hurl it at this boy at that nasty nasty tube boy for a total of 26 to hit okay roll the okay. damage roll the damage baby that is 13 damage. Yeah, for 13 damage, you just slice into it. More blood just splatters across against the stone pillar. Heck yes. She catches it. Kind of fumbles a little bit. <laughs> she's not as good as she used to be. And uh, she's going to she's gonna give it another shot. She's going to try one more time. She's like, all right, all right. And she's going to 
fling it one more time with that negative five. And misses for total just, 13. Misses my and it comes right back. She frowns, but hey, she's she's getting used to it again. That is the end of my turn. Okay, Beetle. This thing's looking at you, this little giant, just voidless eyes. So I have a question. Um, okay, so I want to use my medical researcher skill feat so that I can, uh, sorry. I want to use doctor's visitation so that I can stride away and treat my bleeding with administer first aid. However, I need a healing kit in order to do that. If this does not work, can I use one of my narrative declaration points? But hear me out. A healing... Okay, so to craft a healing kit on the go, healing kit is five gold pieces, and the relevant materials that go into building that kit need to cost at least half of that. I want to use my rope, which is valued at five silver pieces, and my studded leather armor, which is valued at three gold pieces, so I can fashion a healing kit and by proxy a tourniquet to try and stop my bleeding, but... I don't know if I need a day to craft a healing kit or if I could use a turn to do that. Don't you have improvised tools as a feat? I don't know that I do anymore. I Improvised tools would be like a simple thing. Healer's kit's a bit more complicated, but... Ah, uh, true that. Um... I, I don't... Oh, I do have improvised tool, yeah, but this is more for, like, repairing damaged yeah, items with that, that toolkit. Mm, what so. you're wanting to do sounds more of something to where you would... You would want to sit down and try to craft that. I mean, we could check on the yeah. rule stuff later, but you basically, you're just trying to like first aid someone. Is that right? Or could battle I, medicine? Can I narratively declare that I sacrifice my rope and my armor in order to form a tourniquet to try and treat my bleeding? I will like recommend this... that you could probably just do a normal recovery check. And that might be more beneficial to you to get rid of the bleeding than sacrificing a bunch of stuff for it. Okay. If you're sure, in that case, I'm going to use my first action to fucking get the hell out of there. I'm going to get over here, and I, I'm just going to try and stop my fucking bleeding, man. I don't know. I can't medically treat myself. So. Yeah, so basically, at the end of your turn, you're going to have a chance to recover from it, if I remember right. Uh, yes. This is recover at using bandages right now. Da, 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 da. Yeah, it, it should basically help you, or you just kind of heal up through. So. Okay. But if you're and gonna go, if you're gonna go through it, I'll allow yourself to like kind of like rip up your shirt or something and let you battle medicine yourself and try to try to treat yourself. Okay. I'll, I'll allow that for now. You will, okay. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you give uh, me a narrative declaration, not to completely yeah. destroy your armor? Wait, what? <laughs> so you're just ripping up your shirt, like you. Okay, not destroying my armor. Yeah, you're not, not destroying your leather armor. You're just getting rid of your shirt and stuff. Okay. I'll let you narrative declare to do that. Why don't you give okay. me a hero point for it? Okay, I'll give you my hero point, and then, yeah, I'd like to try and tourniquet so that I can treat the bleeding. Uh, so, moved, and then... Well, if you're letting me do that, I'd like to do my doctor's position. Yeah, yeah, go so for it. My move and my, my treat wounds, my first aid, yeah. is in the same turn. So, stop the bleeding, let me do a medicine check. Grab my shelf. <laughs> That's just a total of 24. 
DC stuff. Let's see. Try just doing a thing here. Just so I can do the get the foundry thing or whatever out of it. I'll say for now because I have to double check stuff later. I'll say you're able to bandage yourself up and get your bleeding. Okay, thank y'all. So then I'd like to use my uh, second turn to reload my gun. And I'm going to move back here so that I have a, yeah. I have sights on the guy. Awesome. And that'll be my turn. One thing I'd like to ask, though, Beetle, as I... Mm -hmm. Actually, no, I don't have to do that anymore. Uh, Gray, you noticed something missing from your inventory. Oh, motherfucker. You noticed that your, uh, your ladder's gone. Your feather token for your ladder is no longer no! in your inventory. You notice one of the claws in this thing's hand over to your right has it. She because just points at it. Hey! It has an ability it for its reaction to where if you do any ranged attacks near it or certain manipulate actions, stuff like that, it can spin its reaction to try to steal from you and it succeeded. Hey, give that back. She just points at it. <laughs> hey. It says no and attacks you. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn. It rolls a natural one. It tries to get you again with another claw attack. Fails miserably and tries to get you with its jaws. Somehow hits you with a natural 20. What the fuck? Basically, due to okay. the degrees of success, uh, that will not be a crit. That should just be a normal attack for it because it goes up by okay. one degree of success, but didn't roll high enough for it. So it'll just be normal okay. damage. So it'll bite into you like... <laughs> And it'll start it's like biting her finger. <laughs> yeah, but you start bleeding. A no! 1d6 bleed. Ugh. She stumbles back. The chorus. God, Does it bleed? Oh, that's right. You did bleed on it. Yes. yes. Ah, that's why. That's why. So it's yeah. going to need to take its five points of damage. It's going to roll. It takes the five damage for bleed from Talim. It rolls to recover and critically fails. It fucks up. So it is not recovered yet. So good job, Talim. You got that persistent damage going. The other walk yeah. looks at uh tries to slither around away from you, Hart. And comes around to Talim. And it's gonna try and get its little jealous claws in you, Talim. Trying to steal from you. Tries to hit you once, it misses. And a second claw attack. I natural 20. Uh -oh. <laughs> and critically Why? hit you. Why? 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 Um, uh, shield block? Or an emergency targe? Yeah, you can absolutely yeah. try to uh, absorb some of the damage because it yeah, hits you I'll, for a total I'll of 16. I'll use emergency targe that um, when I am hit with a melee strike uh, or I fill a save roll against the enemy's spell, um, I can spend a reaction to raise my shield. That gives you a plus 2 AC. It does, awesome. it does give me plus two AC. Oh, that, it's not that blocking. Lessen it? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, Would that change the outcome? Well, it's a natural 20 in... Well, it's, it's a natural 20, so still bringing up one degree of success. Even with the plus two, it'll bring you up from 24 AC to four, five, six. It's still got 10 over. Oh, okay. Mm. So right. unfortunately well, it was worth a shot. It's a, it's a good thought, though. It's a really good thought to do that. Um, yeah. It still hits you for 16. Okay. Bam, and it'll try to steal from you. What is your perception? My perception is plus nine. 
you have a perception of plus 16. Uh, actually, is oh. it yours plus 16? No, that's gray. Sorry. Hold up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, plus nine. Uh, it can steal from you because it rolled oh. a 25. Because okay. it had to beat a 22. Your DC, because your perception was a 19, had to beat. Uh, hmm, what will it steal from you? What the fuck is this? Oh, a sink hits your armor. <laughs> I thought it was a slanket, and I'm like, the fuck? You have a slanket? It will Grabs steal. your breastplate, starts tugging on you bodily. It will steal <laughs> your Aeon Stone. My Aeon Stone is in my Wayfinder. It'll steal your Wayfinder. <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> Yoink. How, how much does it hurt for a ghost whose gimmick is I remain Actually, in the mortal plane because of money? That is a good that fucking point. You are a ghost and it's not an immaterial plane thing. I'm going to give that back to you. Hold up. We're going to do... Uh, <laughs> keep forgetting you're a fucking ghost. I, I did the rolling on you that we have to treat you like a normal person and stuff because ghosts are really weird and can completely break maps. Uh, hmm. How do you solve this issue? Looking at it, I'm gonna it be honest. I thought they were like ethereal filters at first, and I was like, I'm in danger. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna give it to you. It tries to grab your shit, and it can't because you're a ghost. <laughs> it just yeah. looks confused. Like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna give you the I'll, like basically, if I can't figure it out, I uh, give the W to the players and I move the fuck on. Yeah, Ooh. of course. It uh, is it still bleeding? Is that thing supposed to be bleeding? Yes, it is bleeding because of heart. Um, heart, it, uh, you basically cause 10 damage to it and That's it tries right, to recover. Baby. A lot of bleeding on this fight, and it succeeds. It's no longer bleeding. Talim, it's now your turn. Yay, it's my turn. All right, so it, it's trying to grab through you. It's like, Ooh, uh, little grabby hands can't quite get your thing. Let me see what my options are. Uh, okay. Uh. So I'm going to spend, uh, eh. wait, mm, yeah, I'm going to spend an action to enter into Arcane Cascade. Okay. Uh, cause my last action was a, uh, was it, was a spell strike and hold on, wait, I get, do I do it like, how do I do it? Try to get your stance on. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, whatever. No, I've got it right here. I think. Yeah. You can drag the effect onto yourself. Yeah. Yeah, so that is the effect. Arcane Cascade's like, uh, hmm. would be like Laughing Shadows or something like that. Whatever your aura thing would be to drag it onto yourself. So, yeah. Um, what would be your aura thing you would have for Magus? I think that works. There we go. All right. Yeah, that works. Yeah. So that will be my first action. My second action will be to, uh, I'm going to cast a focus spell, which is called, uh, actually, first off, which one of these look the most messed up or can I determine that? Uh, you know that the one on the right got hit a lot. Uh, the one in front of you has been dealt a good amount of damage, but if you want more information, you can spend an action to recall knowledge check. Hmm. All right. In that case, I'm going to keep the one that I had targeted before it targeted. I'm going to cast my focus spell, Shielding Strike, which is a single action. It lets me make a melee strike against my foe. Yeah. And uh, then allows me to raise my shield in the, in the same action while also 
refreshing my spell strike. That's right, baby. We're Ooh. cheating out here. <laughs> We're out here breaking the action economy. It ain't nothing to me, man. <laughs> Never uh, heard of her. So he looks at you, Talim, as you attack it. It's like, huh? <laughs> so Talim lashes out with his ass coil and in the, uh, uses the momentum of the attack to also raise his shield up. Um, and that is a total of a 29. That hits. And he will do 2d6 plus 8 damage for a total of at, uh, 17 damage to the one on his right. You slice through this thing, killing it. Just whoosh, just flops to the floor like a fleshy uh, sleeping bag. Just, whoosh, just oh, fucking just that. flops down. <laughs> When you take the sleeping bag out of the case and yeah. it falls to the floor. No. <laughs> no. When you take the sausage out of the casing. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you notice this wall collar will also release yeah. the item, the feather token onto the ground. That and I still down. have one action left because I spent one to Arcane Cascade. I spent another for Shielding Strike, which used up one of my focus points. And I will then whirl around on the one behind me and I will attack it with a minus five. For a total of a 23. That hits even oh, with yeah, penalty. Baby. And I will do another 2d6 plus 8 slashing for a total of 16. Boom. And that is the end Got of my turn. Bang. Dude, that thing is just bloodied up, just bleeding everywhere. You guys have really nice messed it up. Good job. Heart, it's your go. Yeah. Uh, Heart will, uh, as one action, uh, activate his kinetic aura. Uh... So I channel my elements. Wowee. Uh, let's see here. Channel elements. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> so a, bun a bunch of rocks start flying around him. Uh, a few little funny va uh, vines start to grow around him. As I then allocate all of my friends to be my friends they are no longer they are immune to being hurt by my abilities that's very important some kineticists cannot do this oh uh and then uh, a bunch of hands start to grow out of the ground as uh, a part of channeling my thing i can use a one action impulse for free and i choose Whoa. to use ravel of thorns That sounds horrifying. Yes, Ravel of Thorns is an uh, in this are in a ten feet area around me. A bunch of small hands grow forth and grab onto every single living being. And yeah. if they move in this area at all, uh, they take four damage. Uh. Uh, it's usually two, but this is unworked stone, so it's four. Uh, and then for two actions. Uh, Hart will cock his hand back and he will try to punch this thing. Um, as uh, 
with, with his big funny hand. Uh, let's see, let's uh, go, baby. Uh, let's see here if we can do this properly. Yes, here we go. Okay. Two action, elemental blast, earth. I roll up three for a total of 19, but I will use my hero point in that one. Hero point! <laughs> There you Whoa. go. That's a 15. <laughs> for a total no. you 31. Crit. You crit. Let's go, baby. Roll crit damage. I rolled 40. Holy crap. Jesus Christ. You eviscerated. Just slapped it and transforms into a cinder block and he bludgeons it to death. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> you beat it to death with a brick. That brick is your hand. Yeah, Hark's arm exploded before. It regrows back. He gives Talima thumbs up and goes, look, it's just like you. And then when it crawls oh, back out, he just grows his hand super fucking big and punches it. Oh and it explodes. God. I like how Hart has just become Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm excited. I'm, I'm waiting for Hart to be like, I'm going to get you next time, Spider-Man. <laughs> Chris kind of just watches that happen. She's just like, oh. Jarvan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Zoran. Can I use a hero point and sacrifice my bedroll to turn it into a tourniquet for Gray, please? Please, 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 please. Can I treat Gray, please, 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 please? I'll just say you take some time and the bleeding stops to save us time. Yes! Is it 10 minutes? Oh, that good job, fellas. We did it! We got through combat, yippee! You survived! Yeah, so we basically survived straight, the combat. We did pretty good in it. You'll have a good amount of time to sit down, maybe rest a little bit. Bleeding can stop. Da da da. You won't bleed to death. You're fine. And um, nice. I'll take care of yourselves. But as you kind of round around this corner after these terrible creatures uh, try yeah. to sell your stuff, which you got all your stuff back. No worries. You see. Was there any other loot on the bodies? Is there any? Unfortunately, gold? not. Any money? You see, these things Nothing? were desperate for items. Oh. Further down south, though, you notice that a bridge heads down south to these kind of glowing plants. Oh, hell no! And then further past it <laughs> oh, is a gap. Hell no. What ah. do you do? Slowly go forward. <laughs> I eat some I, rations. Talim just floats across the bridge. <laughs> yep, clean you, you float around bastard. float across just fine. Grace gonna like hold out her heart her hands and like walk across very slowly. She's like, please not again. No, I don't wanna I don't wanna die again. Heart rubs his shin a little bit. And then and then he starts uh <clears throat> creating vines across oh. the entire thing. Oh, Thank goodness. I was going to suggest you, you know, you run and jump across. Beetle, I can't do that anymore. I, I, I'm i not as... I'm heavy. I feel what? heavy. Dude, I can barely run. That's weird, man. Yeah. 
his lips are smacking on the ration that he's eating. But he uh, he grows a few vines across this thing, trying with to what? Uh, with my cool ability, base kinesis. I can create up to one bulk worth of plant matter every single turn. Damn. You want to click the ability for me? Yes. So I can read it. Uh, here you go. I can generate, move, or suppress uh, up to one bulk worth mm. of items. But it's up to you if they if it's not like good enough to make it super sturdy. Oh, well, I'm reading he, it. Sorry. Here's, here's something you 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 missed, salty. Mm hmm Um at fifth level you can create two bulk of Ah oh, yes, yes, that's the yes. No no uh, at, at first it's uh at first it's negible or light. Now it's one bulk. Oh level okay. nine it's oh, yeah. two bulk. So even if it's just enough vines to like, you know, do one square easier, it that's enough. But yeah, I'll let you kinda of wrap around it and stuff. Yeah. Go ahead. Try, Hart. try to, try to support it, it a li at least a little bit. Walk on it, Hart. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Um, go ahead Take Hart. a step. Yeah. Go ahead. You want to you try it, though, right? You want you want to go yeah. across that bridge, right? Yeah. Yeah, but first I go like, Beetle, oh, no, you're lighter. Zorin, Zorin. Yeah, yeah. Can you say that in the croc voice? Go ahead, Han. Why don't Oof. you go ahead and walk across, baby? Let's <laughs> see how well you do, sweetheart. He's a brick house. house. <laughs> you go, go across this fight. Anyway, yeah. you make it. <laughs> All the just go ahead and do it. it just makes all of it more menacing and therefore better <laughs> i wait, fucking love it wait look at these beetle will run over to these mushrooms you've put on the map thanks no, don't, <laughs> don't touch those don't touch those don't touch those wait wait they're they're blue and they're don't blowing. touch them he gestures at them they're blue and they're, and they're giving off light yes but don't touch them we don't know what they are yet oh no, it's just let me like... take a look it's just like the light on on the stage. It's got it's got power to it. Uh, well, can can Gray can Gray figure out what? Can, can she look at these these glowy mushrooms and be like, okay, these are safe? Can she look at them. Absolutely, you can roll me a nature check to discern what they are. I will do this. I'm rolling for nature. I rolled an eight for a total of twenty-two. Damn, you're good at nature. All right, I try to. Like a music track, and it was like, I want to just have ladies sing just loud. Like, ah! They're like, oh, okay. Uh, calm down, ma'am. With your roll of a 22, you notice that these are just kind of like illuminating mushrooms. You 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 know these kind of grow naturally in caves and stuff like that. They seem to just be just normal mushrooms. Um, the glowing, glowing portion of it, like, you know that these don't glow as brightly as they're supposed to. Something has affected these things to where they grow brighter. In fact, you suspect there must be 
some sort of magic that has enhanced these things. She uh, she squints at them and she kind of tilts her head and she's like, these do glow, but this is much, much brighter than they should. If picked, does it still glow? I ask because Beetle reaches out and starts picking a few. Would Gray know this? Yes. Uh, it you should know, be fine. You know, normally they will glow for a bit, then eventually fade away. Sometimes uh, delvers or people kind of going into underground will usually gather mm -hmm. these up. because They'll probably last for like maybe an hour of glowing. Not a very bright light. But mm. this, this is like holding a torch for a little uh, bit. A very, a very weak torch, but like a torch. But it's a torch uh, that you can have in like underwater or wherever. <laughs> well, once you pick it, you've got like maybe an hour or so before it goes dim. What? But what if it stays glowing forever? They're, they're it's, blue, you it's, know? It's not... Why are you so focused on blue? Uh, I just... I'm thinking about the colors that I saw when I was dead. In the stage, in the auditorium. I see. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. They, they had magic. Waiting, that was lady was... for Froggy to be like, turns around, looks at Talim. Like Talim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... If you want to pick some, go ahead, but she's going to take a step forward and look at this broken-ass bridge. Yeah. As yeah, you... Blue. And Beetle kind of mutters to himself, not really making sense as he, as he picks more glowing blue mushrooms and stashes them away. Looking past the broken bridge, you see that obviously is disheveled and has fallen down into the pit below. Looking down, you see that there are spikes and adorning those spikes... Or skeletons. That's a ah. lot of skeletons. Great. A good amount of skeletons. Great, thanks for a little bit. And she, uh, <laughs> she'll rummage around her pack because she was just reminded of the feather token she just got back because it was stolen from her. Uh, the feather token turns into a ladder. Maybe she oh. could put it across and they could try to sidle across it. Absolutely. Sounds like a fantastic yes. idea. Yes. Like, it, You're so uh, smart. Those are skeletons. A good amount of skeletons. <laughs> a, a undescribable amount of skeletons. A shocking number of skeletons. <laughs> a, an absurd a, amount a, of skeletons. An, an there can't be disconcerting amount of skeletons. <laughs> there can't be this amount of skeletons. Of, I hate the way Rock is just looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> See him over there. I see him over there. <laughs> he's just dim. He's staring in darkness. He's yeah, it's staring. Dim and he's just staring. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Menacingly. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for this. Minerally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get rid of him. <laughs> Why did you she's remove uh... Dwayne? <laughs> no, he's gone. Uh, but yeah, she's she's got that ladder now, and she's gonna very carefully shuffle across it. Yeah. You're able to shuffle across it just fine. Voodoo. And she'll wait for the others. We're like, come on. Talib will go to float across the ladder. You float gently across, Talib. Mm. I'll skid over here. drops oh. down onto all fours and scrambles across it on his hands and his feet. You scramble you know across the, just fine, Beetle. Yeah, you know, the blue, the blue, is, it's cold. It makes your body cold. I felt it. I felt it in the, the cosmic theater. I. Why is Beetle slowly sounding like a madman? 
I'm not. I'm just, I discovered the colors in there. You know what I mean? I still think no. you're cool, bro. What do you, what do you all say? Come on, Heart. Come across. Heart, Heart, Heart puts a foot on the ladder. It, will on, this hold? It fucking on. just like, whoa, like you're like, oh, yeah. no. Even your vines aren't, you don't have like thick fucking like George exactly. of the Jungle vines. So exactly. it's like, so, <laughs> like you can, mm -hmm. but do you it's risk a magic it? ladder? <laughs> yeah. Instead, Heart will, Heart will take a few steps back and go, hey, Beetle, could you move a little? Oh, yeah, you got it. And then I want to make a running jump. Oh. All right, roll me athletics. Yeah, baby. Due to the Let's distance and everything, uh, you basically just need to beat a 15. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, Easily. I do it. I, I get a 29. Like it's nothing, just hop right over. Yeah, baby. It is a, uh, for podcast listeners, it is a 10 foot gap uh, that Hart had to get over. And, like nothing. But of course, right across from you, as you finally turn, see that it opens up to even more lights. You see more lines on the other side of another pit with more spikes and more bodies strewn down below. So above, what the fuck is this? Above, is you this see, a fucking ninja warrior? Above, you see a, uh, a cavernous ceiling where it doesn't go all the way up into the surface itself, but you do see that there's a tall ceiling above you. Seemingly, for some reason, these bodies have just been piling down in here. And you also see one corpse grasping onto an object onto one cliffside to the right. But there's a rope that attaches itself seemingly to be used either crawl across or walk across uh, where the old bridge used to be. On the other side, you see more glowing mushrooms of different colors and variety and a slight hue on the other side. Damn. Did you see that yellow indigo? We have to get over there. Okay, what do you suggest? Uh, 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 well, I, Gray kind of looks back at the ladder, because, like, the ladder she made can go up to 20 feet. This looks like much farther than 20 feet. <laughs> I, oh, boy, um... I assume you picked your ladder up again. Yeah, I think she would have, but then she's like, well, I can't do anything with this well, here. It can only be used once, but you can pick up the yes. ladder. Yeah. It's a it's a twenty foot ladder. Which is not enough. We could climb across on the rope. We could climb across. You know, you hold it in your hands like this, and Beetle crouches down and upside down. Grips it, and then he kinda like wraps his legs around it and he's like yeah yeah like this i mm. we could we could get across like this and he starts moving like a like a worm like that where they scrunch <laughs> an inchworm yeah he starts moving like that <laughs> he starts doing that he does that 10 feet okay. <laughs> roll me acrobatics you got it Check get those hero points ready. (laughs) (laughs) 
you are able, with your roll of a 20, you're able to make it 10 feet so far. Okay. You got it once. Roll me another one if you want to keep going. Oh, I, I would love to keep going. <laughs> That's a nat 20. You make it across the entire way without a single problem. He pops up at the end and he's like, just like that! And then he immediately turns around and starts collecting the mushrooms of different colors. <laughs> Grey kind of like, she she kind of looks tired. She's like, I'm too old for this. <laughs> the yellow, the yellow reduces pain. She will reduces pain. make her, her attempt and start going across the rope. As you're going across, roll me acrobatics. This is going to get difficult for you because you hear it's basically like size of the cave because it's just shakes like okay, something just reverberating, just, just, just hitting <gasps> something hard. Oh, she's holding on for dear life. She rolled a total of a 27. That's good enough. Move yourself up 10 more feet. To describe huh? this for audio listeners, this gap is about 35 feet long. Uh, from base yes. to base of the cliff side, of course, that side is a side little cubby of another cliff of a skeleton holding like, something like, in its hand. Her, her her ears look like little earplanes as they're like completely flat, and she's like <laughs> slowly <laughs> crawling across. Aerodynamic she like she, mode she, engaged. She's so fucking scared right now. <laughs> Generating lift. <laughs> <laughs> she's moved another ten feet. Would you My like me to roll? I would like you to roll another acrobatics, please. Okay. My little dog is a mix. That is another chihuahua. 16 for 27. What? And a terrier. And she has these big ears, but they're also super fluffy. And she'll do that. And it's straight airplane mode. <laughs> and I'm just imagining that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. so I, I, I rolled the same thing, a total of 27. So she's, she's scooting One up another. One last time, please. <gasps> this one's so a bit I... harder, a bit rocks begin to fall a little. I saw that one. 19 for a total of 30. You make it across just fine, but to the north, you and Beetle are just hearing just like there's something just smashing into rock, just you know, just something's tearing away. Talim and Hart, it's your turn. Uh, Talim motions at Hart is like would you like to go first? Hart has been pushing his eyebrows together and biting his lower lip like, huh, at this rope <laughs> and since they got here. Just thinking. But he, he, he won't be defeated by a fucking rope. Um, he will stomp his ground and make uh, two small rock pieces, uh, just two bricks, clamp onto... Uh, onto the wooden uh, railments here. This is just for fluff, as he will attempt to get across this freaking rope. I saw an acrobatic checks. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> I rolled a five for a total of 15. You move up five <laughs> feet. <laughs> Not a good start. Bit wobbly, especially as rock, some rocks fall past you. That's right. 
deep down into the spikes below. Filled yep. with skeletons and dead people. Roll again. This is... Yeah. Yep. 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 That 20, baby. That 20. You're able to go up just a bit more. Not all the way, but nearly to the end. Just one last roll. Okay. A lot easier this time. You've already made it the entire way. You got past everything else as the rock, as the this board is... And you're starting to hear more rubble at this point and more rocks fall past too hard. One more roll, he, please. He looks over here and goes, Hey, Talim. Hmm. Can you just float across the rope? I don't know yet. Hart wants to do a very risky business move where he wants to make a small piece of rock jut out from this thing so that Talim can have an easier way to get over there if he wants to. There's a thing over there. You might want to check it out. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, should I make a nature or something? Because, you know, he's hanging. It's not like he can concentrate that sure, well. Sure, Robbie nature. Heck yeah. I rolled a nine for a total of 20. You allow an easier handhold. Nice. I'm not giving you a full five thing. Of course not. That, that's, of, of course that's way not. too powerful. Of course not. Nice little handhold can, is, was made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that Talim can get over there easier. And then he uh, will attempt the final the final climb. Come on, baby. I roll a two for a total of 12, Soren. I roll a two for a total of 12, Soren. No, 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 no. <laughs> You happy oh, with that man. roll? I can't. Oh, wow. I can't believe somebody gave uh, 2,500 bits to heart. <laughs> sweat, 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 You have no hero points, do you? I don't have any hero points. Wait, 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 uh -huh. wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 no. You can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't. No, bad. Let me fade what? away. Oh. What, what, ha what happened? <laughs> so instead of fucking giving me money, which would be even more mad, uh, because of your crit, you were able to get near the edge, but you were able to spend Ooh. a reaction to grab an edge, which is Ooh. a reaction everybody oh, has in Pathfinder. I will. So when you fall or pass an edge or another handhold, you can try to grab it, potentially stopping your fall. You must succeed a reflex save, usually at a climb, DC. If you grab the edge or handhold, you can then climb or use athletics and sort of the climb DC. Let's see, let's determine the climb DC. GM determines the DC based on the nature of the incline and environmental circumstances. You're flat footed unless you climb speed. Hmm. I rolled a reflex saving throw. A total of 21. You make it up. Oh. Hey. Heart, heart is sweating. Gray backs up so heart can get on to the ledge. Thanks. You will come. Thanks. Oh, you good? <laughs> just thanks. <laughs> <laughs> she Blame. pats him. Just there, there. Yeah. It is your turn. Okay. So I have a question. Yes. Can Talim just float along ropes like a tightrope walker? You will still, you'll still need to do an acrobatics check, but just due to the nature of you being a ghost and stuff like that, uh, the DC is easier for you. 
Okay, because that's what I wanted to know. It's like, can I actually, you know, like, I'm sure I can. I'm sure we can go through it and rules is yeah. written. On, you technically Grandpa. flow to just go across hey. the surface, but yeah. uh, that makes it less fun. In yeah. yeah. All right. So acrobatics plus fourteen. That's a total of a twenty-five. You get over midway just fine. Midway. Mm. Uh, Would like to do now, anything while you're here? My question is this. Yes. From a standing position, huh? Can I make a leap to that edge? <gasps> oh. So because to do a long to do a long jump, you have to have room to do a long jump. Right. But reality is my creation, so we can maneuver the rules. Basically, if you're playing Pathfinder Second Edition, a long jump you need to have some movement. It's two actions, and then you can do a long jump. A standing jump from with no movement forward, the, the long jump says you automatically oh. fail. Uh, okay. But I am willing to allow it, but I get to increase the DC oh. by five on how I this want it. Or so, uh, a leap, I guess, is what I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah. so a leap. Yeah. Basically, you take a careful jump, you do 10 feet horizontally. So, yes, yeah. you can make it over right. just fine. Okay. Because that'll be 10 feet for you. Okay, so do I need to roll anything for that or? Uh, nope, you just do it for an action. All right. Go uh, hop. Because you're the only one able to stand and do it. And uh, I will then <laughs> proceed to, 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 pil to pilfer shinies. Ah, yeah. you pilfer shinies. <laughs> hey, chat. I'm going to yeah. need your help determining loot. I want to make oh! this a little fun little chat thing. Chat, how many uh -oh. coins does Talim find? They're all level seven for reference. I'll allow you to determine how much gold Talim finds. It's 69, 420. <laughs> what meme numbers can we get proof with? Come on, dudes. Oh. Speaking speaking of one three three seven, speaking of speaking of leaks. Oh speak, my god. Yeah. Um <laughs> I I logged into League of Legends the other day, and now oh you have uh, I'm sorry. you have riot tags. And guess what the number of my riot tag is? Was it one three three seven? It yes, is one three three seven. Nice. <laughs> Let's go. I'm like, please there ain't chat. no goddamn way. <laughs> please chat. Please, please, quickly, quickly before he talks about more League of Legends. You don't like League of Legends? You don't like Lego Legends? Uh, Lego Legends? I mean, Lego I mean to be fair, they are dropping numbers. You just need to pick one. It's like, so a thing I will pick for you. I kept trying to find the thing. There it is. You will get one sapphire. <gasps> okay. There's a big fucking rock. Right? Mm. It's covering it. And it's just like, like, it's just kind of holding on for it. And you will receive from 1337. Silver. <laughs> nice. I've added oh, the coins to it. you. You find a whole bunch of it, just a bag, and just kind of stowed away <laughs> in a corner or so, and you're like, <laughs> no. Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> the party just hears Talim as he leaps away from that. They just hear him cackling. <laughs> He's just like, He's like oh, <laughs> I was half expecting a Scooby-Doo laugh. <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> now you gotta jump back on the rope. This will be a bit harder because I'm gonna make you do a check for it. Okay. All right. I I spend the time to 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 kill the uh, the the gym and the money. Turn it into ghost gym and ghost money. There you go. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, to get back on the rope. Right. You do me athletics check. Okay. In athletics or in acrobatics? I'll say athletics because you're still jumping onto it, which okay. is a, more of an athletic thing. As much as it couldn't be mixed in, we'll just do okay. with athletics. So I'm just clarifying to make sure. The DC. Because I heard the at and the. To get on top of the rope standing, like with your ghostly figure, is going to be 20. Okie dokie. Anything less well, than that, we're going to have to figure that out. Okay. Here we go. I got a plus 13. And I roll a 27 in total. You're right on top of it. And uh, Talim, like, busts himself off, and uh, he will continue to, to fl float along the rope. All right, roll me acrobatics. Get the rest of the way there. You arrive on the other side. Go ahead and move your token. And wait, I can't. Ah! I can't do the thing where I used to be able to like pop out my character sheet into a separate window because then like the little buttons on it don't work anymore. Yeah, it makes me sad. They updated the path finder thing and the buttons don't correlate anymore. It's sad. <laughs> the other yeah. side where your friends are. No, not yet. I've still got no. so much money to make. <laughs> so as you guys are now finally gathered across the way to the north, you see that it opens up even more. Glowing mushrooms, which are now larger than you've seen before, uh, start to spray out uh, with either direction to the left or right. But the thing that you notice it, notice is the sound. The as you hear a loud grunt and a bunch of smoke just off to the right side, and you see your little friend just, just dragging the chest as fast as it can. I can't. Oh. Oosh, 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 as it's trying to drag it back. But the one thing it's running away from is an old friend of yours. As it begins crawling, half of its body ripped apart. As it begins just. No way! Is this giant zombie hulk that you fought all the way down here begins to crawl. It's like it seems it's pulled half of its body out of the fallen debris and is crawling after your friend. And it just keeps trying to crawl forward after him. And that's where we're going to end it today. Ah! <laughs> Damn it! Always on the cliffhangers. <laughs> How dare you be a good GM with good storytelling? How dare you? How dare you? Oh, that I'm chat. I'm did so you have a happy time? to be back. Chat, did we do good? Did you have a fantastic a time, time, chat players? I hope you had a fantastic time. An amazing uh, time. Your storytelling is immaculate as always, Soren. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And of course, we all have our amazing players here. Very quickly, to summarize it all, where can everyone find you? Starting off with Minerva. Ah, you can find me over at Party Demoness on all socials. Yay! Then we have Cabal. 
Hi, you can find me over at uh, youtube.com forward slash cabal. And uh, I may have something special coming out this next week. Ooh. Yeah, Froggy. You're muted. Oh, no. Froggy's dead. Hi, I'm Froggy. <laughs> I was muted. But you can find me not muted on twitch.tv forward slash froggy lock. And same with Twitter. And, and other places. And next up, we have Salty. And find me here at Narrative Declaration, where I get to do all of my cool work. Also, over at the Cabal thing. You can also find me at Salty Job on Twitter. Of course, I have been your host and game master for this session chat. Hope you all had a wonderful time. It's so good to be back with another exciting episode of Rock Goons. And we will see you all next time. So long. Farewell. And we'll see you Bye -bye. next episode. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm just